This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian What you want now? Can I please, for one Monday, just have a bit of time to myself in the afternoon without you sitting there demanding I talk at you? And you as well. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. At 2.30 on today's show, Vicky Michelle is going to be bothering me mm. when I'm trying to have a rest. Ooh, and I, th- I love Vicky Michelle. Yeah, I love her. I think she's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Far more than that. Far more than a lower low. Far more. Yeah. But I'd rather have a bit of peace and quiet. Then at three o'clock, fucking Douglas Booth's coming in, wanting to chat. Yeah, want a little chat about his new play? About his new play as an actor, he's going to come in the studio. Demanding attention all needy. And Nat's here as well, clingy as anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just, as soon as I came in here today, you should have seen the way she greeted me today. She was all over me like a rash. Mm. And I just want a bit of peace and quiet. Australia. I don't know who it was. Oh. It was quite local to where I live. Oh, you are? I thought you meant in the studio. I was, yeah, no, I oh, was. Oh, okay. Um, you were complaining just now about... I don't want to talk now. I'm not in the mood of talking. No, do talk. You have to. Talk till four. <sighs> Who's Harley? Uh, Harley Harley Sylvester. Uh, you've got Harley written on yeah, the side of your mug. Yeah, because I just fancied being Harley today. Who's Harley? He was a presenter here. Not anymore? Uh, no. So when you get sacked, do you not get to take your mug with you? He didn't get sacked, first of all. He's too busy being a rizzle kick and doing all his music. Oh, but, uh, but he also didn't really drink out the mug, so, so I just cut it today. What did he do? Just chuck it all up in the air and catch it in his mouth? That's what he did every week yeah, when he came in. He did, yeah. Do you remember when you got me a mug and I just took it home? That's all right, though. At least you, that's fine. That's nice. Joey straight did the same away. thing. Joey Page did the same thing. Yeah, I just took it home straight away. Do you know what? I don't even have that amongst my mugs in my kitchen. Oh, oh, okay. It's in the garage, I think. That's nice. Along with them um, things that I stole that time. Do you remember off mm. the um, off the microphone? Can you bring them back? I saw them the other day. I just remembered now. Can, can you bring them back, do you think? No. Why? It's carrying more stuff in it when I come down. They're very light. Yeah, but I've already got a big bag. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I brought a water with me today, and it's bigger than normal, the bigger water that I've brought. Yeah. And even that was a bad bad move, that. Just get that across the road, then. I also had a tin of soup in my bag. You've got a tin of soup in a bowl now, haven't you? Tomato soup. Right. I do appreciate the helpers here mm-hmm. <laughs> making me my soup. Yeah. Because I can't have any proper food because I've got a broken tooth. Mm-hmm. 
I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I can't eat a bowl of soup while I'm on the air. I thought that I thought putting it in a mug would have been obvious. You do have to spell things out to some people. And then they've brought me through a mug as well now. <laughs> but they haven't poured it into the no, mug. No, not poured it in at all. And I'd rather you didn't pour it in, in here mug, in case it goes everywhere. A mug and some tissues. Yeah, it's not. No, I'm going to have to do it. No, but can you not get some of the, can someone else to do it? Which one? Uh, anyone out there. Well, Je- choose, Jess, Jess, one. Jess looks like she can handle us some soup. Come on, Jess. Yep. <laughs> Let's have Come Jess on. on. Let's have Jess in. Now... Without spilling a drop. Tell me about Jess. She's over here from America oh, on an internship for a, a little bit. US hey, of Jess, you're right. They know their soups over there. Right, I'm going to put I put that mic live for you. That you're doing it in here, Jess. Oh, I'm doing but don't yeah, spill anything. We've got to do it live. Now, be very, like, what I'll say to you now, the Food Block Operation is not responsible for any burns incurred while you pour this. <laughs> no. I was born for this moment. Okay, okay. you ready? Confident. You ready? Oh. Okay, Ooh. she's picked up the bowl. Oh, she's oh, pouring... Oh, oh, oh spillage, spillage oh. straight away. That'll need sorting out. Still pouring the soup. <laughs> Will it all go in? Yeah, actually. So why did they not just make it in a mug? That's Will. You have to speak to Will about that. Will, mate. What are you thinking of? Thank you very much for that, Jess. You're welcome. Um, can I have a straw as well? <laughs> I don't need a straw. Do you want the spoon Jess or not? is now clearing up. Do you want the spoon? No, I don't need the spoon, thank okay. you. Oh, you're just going to sip it? Um, yes, please. And Jess as well, if you want to um, lick the spoon and stuff, you can. I've got no what? problem with that. It's just a matter of soup. There's a spoon left in it. Why should I lick the spoon? Like a little treat, like a tip. Oh, I see. Right, okay. That's <laughs> thank nice. You. No, thank you. Why are you thanking me? Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, oh, Jess. Extra soup. Where are you from yeah. in America? Um, from Atlanta. Atlanta. In- Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I know that. You live in it, and you live in LA. I do. Same. Yeah, me too. Love hate relationship. Yeah, that's where I live as well. <laughs> LA. I yep. live on the on the Strand. The Strand in Is LA. That a thing? The sun, the boulevard, sunset. Yeah, I live on the boulevard. Sunset boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah down sunset. on sunset. Yeah. I live on sunset three three X. Ah, it's quite long, so. That's where I live, sunset three oh, X. Sunset three X. Got That's a beach nice. house. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it gets too warm though. Thanks, Jess. No Thank, Thank you, mate. Jess. Excellent soup pouring. So, what we're gonna do? I don't know if I even fancy the soup now. <laughs> <laughs> slap it. Slap I broke it. a tooth. I broke another tooth. Yeah, you know, I've broken, no. broken a tooth. I broke mm. another one. On Doritos this time. What flavour? Well, they weren't even Doritos. They weren't Doritos. They were Sainsbury's nachos. What flavour, though? Um, they were posh ones. They were taste the difference ones. Ooh. I tasted the difference. Had a bit of tooth in it. <laughs> and I must have swallowed the tooth as well. Uh, but the problem with it is, it's left a really sharp spike. Ooh. Really sharp. And I went to the dentist this morning, mm. before coming here, and my dentist is on holiday. <laughs> For the week, and they're allowed to be on holiday. Yeah, but you'd think you'd get flagged up. Be a oh, locum or something, wouldn't they? And also, I've seen two dentists at the de- that dentist, so mm. maybe they're going on holiday together. So they shut the surgery. Well, someone answered the phones. So I presume someone was there. We'll just get another dentist to. Pop. What will they do? Make- I call, I've, I've called back on my way in. Yeah. To say, well, oh, I've just bit my tongue. Did you? Oh, it did. did yeah, it? I did actually. Oh, that's horrible. Oh it? my goodness me! I, imagine if it was a toe as well with a nail hanging off. Ooh. You yeah. know I can't handle that. You <laughs> Imagine know how that I feel well. about the. Imagine Ooh. how about this, Nat? No, I don't. Imagine want to. right, I've knocked my toenail off, mm-hmm. and then a bit of tooth comes out of my head, and I go, "Oh, that's horrible!" And I spit it out, but then it's a jagged bit of tooth, bit of tooth that lands on the soft bit under under the nail where the toenails come oh, off, God. and just embeds itself in there. And then a wolf comes along and starts licking at a it. Wolf. Yeah, what and then this? and then they tell you on NHS Direct you've got to pour salt on it. Oh, for God's sake. So you, just, so you just pour salt all over the soft, bloody bit of under this, the, the toenail. And then they say, and you've got to take that bit of tooth out, and you've got to do it with tweezers. And it's gone in deeper than you thought it was going to go in. I've, I'm going to pass out in a minute. That's what I Can hope happens to Gareth it? Bundy. 
I've got an emergency ap- appointment for tomorrow now okay, at well, 6.15. Good. In the evening? It doesn't feel like an emergency appointment, mm. does it? Can you get to Casualty? Um, no, it's a fictional TV programme. <laughs> <laughs> they can't actually do any Charlie procedures. Charlie will be there, though. Charlie Fairhead. Is he not dead? Uh, I don't do you not feel like he should be? I think he's dead, no. Well, like, I don't mean that. I, I don't wish death on him. The actor, the character. Yeah, what's his name? Jeffrey Fairhead or something? No, it's Derek somebody. Derek Fairhead. Not Derek Fairhead. Is it the, I think it's Derek Thompson, maybe. Derek Thompson sounds right. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that is right. Toby, give me a thumbs up there. Can we get him on as, get, as a guest today? Toby, can we write down Derek Thompson? If he's if he's not dead. He's not, can you he's try alive. and locate Charlie's Derek Thompson's alive. agent? Verify whether he's alive or dead. And if no, he's, he's alive, alive, can you ask him to come onto the show today and give me some medical advice about fixing this tooth? <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, it's the tiniest. I've looked at it. It's the tiniest. It's like a millimetre. Tiniest little spike. Oh, God. But I keep catching it on my tongue. Put a plaster on it. Put a plaster on my tooth. Just for a little bit so you don't catch your tongue on it. Put a plaster on my tooth. I was considering dremeling it myself last night. Dremeling it? What's yeah, my that? Dremel tool. It's with the spinning. Oh, no, that would a, be agony. Um, I looked it up. You can't know, but you can't. I looked it up online, and the first thing it said was, "Don't um, do don't, don't use a Dremel." Yeah, absolutely. Yourself. Of course, I could do it. Oh, confident. The only thing, I, the only thing that I have a reservation on with using a Dremel on my own teeth mm. is the Dremel has like a uh, at the side of it. it's got air vents where air I mean, comes I don't out of know it. What a Dremel is? I'm Just a little lie. handheld tool oh. for cutting stuff. Spinning for blade. Butter. No, it's not for cutting butter. That's what you just said. For cutting stuff. Oh, okay. So when I built my Stormtrooper, I mean R2D2 oh, and all that, yeah. when I was cutting the fiberglass, it's for that. It's a spinning blade and you cut, cut with it. It's very precision. But you can also put a sanding attachment on the top, spinning sanding tool. You definitely don't put that in your mouth. I could definitely That'd do that. That would be insane. you rip up your But whole what do you think the dentist uses? Well, they can see what they're doing, can't well, they? Well, so could I have done it on FaceTime or something with you and you could have taught me through it. <laughs> that would have been really nice, We could have yeah. gone on FaceTime and I'd gone, right, left or right, and you'd, and you'd you. have been going, my left or your... Yeah, right, it yeah. would have been a disaster. Yeah, I'd have been very careful. What have you been up to? Wait for the dentist. What have you been up to? Oh, when... when <laughs> I did ask you and then you, went, and you said, wait for the dentist. <laughs> went to Italy. What? Yeah, I went to Naples. A lovely time there. Hot. That's my fucking head in this. How much money are you on here? Well, this is my first time I've been abroad in 2018. Oh, I'm so sorry. it's not like and it's for, and it for three nights. It wasn't like I've gone on a massive hot cruise ship. My last holiday, I was just seeing Nick Helm outside. And I was telling him my last oh, yeah. holiday was twenty, uh, not twenty, it was twenty. You know, yeah, twenty years ago. Well, that's your own cho- choosing. It's not. It's because I'm working my ass off. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. But most people. Majority of people do take a little few days off, whether it's in the UK a or a little away. few days off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to Euro Disney. Why? Oh, sorry. I'll go to Naples instead. What did you do in Naples? A nice time. What did you do? Went round the beach. Right. Had a walk. Just past went. R- just wandered round the beach. <laughs> yeah. Had some pizza. Yeah. Uh, Who did you go with? I went with my friend Jim. We went. Met my friend Antonio there. Is my- he the one? Is Jim the one that doesn't like me? I don't think he doesn't not like you. He's the gay man, isn't he? He's is the gay man. But I met uh, my new name, which they call me in Italy, because they all thought I was Italian, Natalina. Gigantus. Natalina. Oh, right. Natalina, <laughs> Natalina, and I like Natalina. it. Went for dinner at this, this guy's house. I think they call you El, El Gigantus. They don't call me that. They don't call me that. Do you know, they're quite tall as a species. That would be Spanish, wouldn't it? El. Yeah, it would be. El Gigantus. Run! <laughs> Everybody off the beach, off the beach. Toby's laughing. That's funny. Um, When you're on, that's a good job for you, lifeguard. No, I can't really swim though. Doesn't matter. All you have to do. Of course it does. No, it doesn't. No, not for you. Doesn't. 
Because you know lifeguards, lifeguards yeah. have yeah, they are. have to sit on them big tall chairs, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. You wouldn't. You just have to stand on the beach, <laughs> right? And if you saw anyone in distress, yeah, you could either just reach out into the sea, pull them out, the sea. pull them out, only yeah, one motion, yeah. or if they're a bit further, you could just belly flop mm-hmm. into the sea and then stretch your arm out. Fine. Or okay. do it on your back, actually. Yeah, but I don't really like getting wet. Really? Mm. Well, that wouldn't work. Put a, put a wetsuit on. No, it's my hair that I don't like getting wet. You tell me you always wanted to be able to work on your back. No! <laughs> Did you hear that, Len? Do you hear how saucy she went then? <laughs> she was thinking about it. <laughs> oh, blimey, would I ever? Anyway, why are you always bumping into people? I've said this to you before. Like, recently you've you bumped into Richard Herring, yes. who you brought into the show, was Check. it two weeks ago? Whenever it was. Christopher Biggins, you've yeah, bumped, bumped into. Yeah, bumped into Biggins, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick Helm, you just bumped into outside. Yes. You bumped into, before we sent me a photo of you bumping into Joe Lysett. That's oh, true, that was at Euston Station. You're always bumping into people when you come to London. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I think I'm just quite clumsy. Maybe, right, yeah. Um, do you know what I think it is? This has been the way for me mm. all my life. And it's why I sometimes get apprehensive in certain places. Because mm. I think, given the way things tend to go for me, I'm going to see an ex or something, right. which, which I just don't want to. I don't want to see anyone from my past. Yeah. So I worry about that a little bit. And I think what it is, is I don't adhere to the general London rule, which is head down, keep salty yourself, keep moving. Okay. I'm more of a saunterer. <laughs> really? <laughs> With my head up. Right. So I'm looking around all the time. I made a video on my Patreon of when I came down to do Brian Gittin's podcast, and there's one bit in it where I'm at Paddington Station, uh, Victoria Station, rather, and I, I, I found it quite disturbing when I was editing it together because I'm just talking to the camera, but my eyes are darting around, oh. like really shooting around all over the place, like I'm on a knee. Wow, like you're looking for someone. It's as if I'm on a knee tablet. Sure. Um, I'm constantly doing it. I met John Beck for a coffee the other day, mm. and I, I was very aware I was doing that. That wasn't really making much eye contact with me. He's very, he's quite threatening anyway. Oh, uh, okay, right. Well, it's you want to make overwhelming, sure... Isn't really. he the one that you think... Think? You might have a thing with. I, that I think I might have a thing with? Or he would like a thing with you, or you're going to have a thing together. That, or... I mean, don't say that like it's a secret. He's, he, he's brazen with it. Okay. But he's Obsessed got, with he's got me. A, a partner, hasn't he? I don't dig deeper than that. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to get embroiled in some Jeremy right. Kyle-esque, horrible, sordid love triangle. Have you done some kissing with him, though? I've not done any kissing with no him, kissing. no. No kissing? No. Anything? What do you mean, I've talked to him. Oh, OK. But not that's in a nice. saucy way. OK, well, that's nice. But you met him for a coffee. That's like a nice date. And I was very aware that yeah. I was. my eyes were darting about the place. Was that like a code red for help? <laughs> yeah, possibly was. Yeah, I was probably looking for an escape route, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Oh, well, that's nice. I find it quite tiring. What, meeting people? No, just, like, being alert all well, the time. That's annoying when you're with somebody if they do that to yeah, you. Yeah, oh, really like, rude. Oh, who are they actually looking for? Someone more important? Well, you know, like at Edinburgh, when they say that thing about Edinburgh, when you have conversations with people at the Fringe, mm-hmm. and they're always looking over your shoulder. Sure. That, that thing. Yeah. I think I do that, but I'm not looking for someone else. I'm right. not looking for... So I come off as the same sort of person, but I'm not looking for someone better to talk to. That's what I'm like. Well, can you try and stop doing that? I can try. Okay. I'm quite good at making eye contact in a romantic relationship. Can you never break contact? I you don't blink, you barely blink. I'm just I'm staring into your eyes You're now. Weird, so don't Why? Look. What's wrong with that? Nothing, but just don't, you don't blink. Get lost in my eyes now. Actually, just get lost. Right, um, so we've got, coming up, Vicky Michelle's coming up. That's exciting. She is coming up. She's next door. And tell me about Douglas Booth. Uh, he's promoting, or he's talking about, I should say, his new play called A Guide for the Homesick, um, right. which is at Trafalgar nah, I'm Studios. Bored now. <laughs> oh. 
Nat just said George Michael's hot. I said I miss George Michael. He he's was gay. Like, he's gay. Yeah, and well, he has what, are you away. saying that he can't be hot if he's gay? Will you be quiet? I'm trying to call the dentist back. I, I did think he was hot. He's just engaged. Uh, it's because everyone wants that 410 appointment. That's why. Do you reckon that's what <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's trying to call back. Like Toby's well, on his phone. He's trying to get it as well. Actually, Toby, that's a good point. Can you come and get this number off me, please, mate? And can you, can you just keep trying my dentist? Maybe get someone next to do that rather than Can you be you my yourself? PA? Oh, it's ringing, it's oh, ringing, it's ringing. ringing. Now, you cover, you cover. Okay, I'll, but I don't know, are you actually going to do talk, this? Just talk, just talk over there. Well, can I put a song on or something? I can't just talk to the Hi, wall. Hi, is that Sue? Toby, just... Hi, Sue, it's Ian Bowser here. Oh, I'm, I'm just presenting the radio at the moment, but um, right. that's fine. I mean, how can I cover for this? You can hear him on the phone. Absolutely ridiculous. That's okay, no worries at all. I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, babe. I think I've done it. Sorry. Don't, I don't, nice. need, you, don't need you anymore. Thanks, Toby. That was nice. <laughs> Can I make some more calls? Why, Mayor? I've got loads yeah, to do, actually. Yeah, but what you actually. can't do is you can't go Nat Phil whilst I, if I talk and you're on the phone in the background. It's a hell of a I mess. moved the mic away. I went and we stood over in the corner. Up. We could pick you up. Remember when Lou Sanders used to present with Herring on here and she'd just sit and do her emails? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> she funny, did, then, didn't she? you mentioned that. Why? Oh, well, yesterday, I'm going to read it to you, shall I? What, she sent you a love letter? No, no, um... Someone on our Facebook page who was clearly... She did do that, didn't she, when she was working? She, did, she, she literally just sat there on a computer. She used to do other stuff as well. Did she? Okay. Someone like messaged her. us. I like her a lot. Um, and obviously Richard Herring was in two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's two weeks now, it's two weeks ago. Three, three weeks ago, whatever it was. All links, done it? Um, someone messaged us asking, is Stuart Lee on FUBAR? Okay. And so I said, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> that's the case. Where was this at? Uh, this was yesterday. On, just on emails? No, on the Facebook Messenger. And then they said... I thought Lou said that she was doing she was doing a show with Stuart Lee on Fubar. Maybe I misunderstood. And she I said, said it as a joke. Well, I said, well, she used to do a show with Herring, so yes. maybe you got that confused. Yeah. Uh, but that was a while ago. Stuart has never been on, to my knowledge. And I think I would know. I don't think don't he has. Think so. And he goes, this person goes, uh, like I didn't quite believe me. Well, it was on Richard's latest podcast that she said it. <laughs> So I was like, okay. Well, I why said, are they doubting you? I don't know. So and I went, also, why would you be keeping it secret? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say anything. If he was doing anything. a show, he would go, no. Yeah, he's doing no. a show, but we can't tell anybody. So Did, I said, You should have said, hang on, are you from the job centre? <laughs> yeah. I said, okay, well, she's never done a show with Stuart on Foodback. I don't know what else I can say to this person. Yeah. And he goes, I'll check it. <laughs> so he hasn't me. given up yet. In the, and I said, sure, but I can 100% assure you that even if she said it, that Why show doesn't exist. I shouldn't have done. What was the name? What was the first name? And then he says, name? interesting. What's, I just what's checked his name? It. Jeff. Jeff, okay. He says, interesting. I just checked and she said, I'm probably going to do a new show with Stuart on Fubar. Maybe it was a positive affirmation. And I was like, well, I imagine if she said that to Herring, it was a joke. Yeah, it yeah. was joking, which I kind of got from the beginning, but... Mm. That was nice. It's stunning <laughs> how many Herring's fans don't understand Herring. Right, and I would assume her being on there and like saying that. I mean, I got it immediately what she yeah. was getting at, and I'm not like an uber fan of any comedians. Well, I'm a fan. Of it. I like comedians, but I wouldn't say I'm a kind of non-taken. Well, apart from you, but you do say you're not a comedian anymore. Not a comedian now. Exactly. Stop saying I am. There we go. I'm a big fan of supernatural. Um, so, have you what? Supernaturalists. 
non-believer supernaturalists. That's you, isn't it? Do you want me to hang on while you drink more of your drink? Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Gallons of it. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Why did you engage with that? Well, because I wanted to say, like, no, we didn't do a show here, and then That'll it was. Kind of, I don't know why it was just annoying me that, by them going. No, but she's no, but I'll go and check these facts because you can't. You work there, but you can't possibly know. And this is what a messenger thing. So it's like yeah. they can just write direct. That's why I don't do things like that. No, you don't do. You? So a stranger could just start chatting at you. Yeah, I mean, you, it's Facebook, isn't it? So you can message anybody. I, I felt that. No chance. Why would you want that? It's an interesting thought, though, that I would just pretend that it never existed if it happened. You should have maintained that they did. Yeah, I should have done. If you'd have been, if you'd have had any nous about you at that point, you would have just started inventing a show. I could have done, couldn't I? Could asked, and what you could have done, you could have said, it, "Oh yeah, it's on Mondays two till four. I should have. Ah, oh, but yeah. he does it under a code name. Says his name's Ian Boldsworth. Yeah, and then this tall girl pretends that she's Lou. Yep, and then yeah. I would have just come on and just literally talked non-stop for an hour, <laughs> and then gone. Mm, better put a song on there. I would have checked my emails. But you could have done your emails. Yep. Um, oh, see how long great, we would have got it? them as a listener for. That's true. All right, I'll reply now. Going, Jeff. April Je- Fools. Mate, mate, actually, no, mate, I can't. Mate, I can't. Come on, come I on. Can't. April Fools is that he's actually on now with Lou. Messaging back, say so sorry. On now with, Incorrect. with Lou. Incorrect. So sorry. He's no, because they no, no, because then he'll probably go running to. They all <laughs> give him the phone number. Say if you want to speak to Stu. Call in now if you want to speak to Stu. Yeah. Who do I know who can do good? Robin Ince does a good impression of Stu. Oh, does he? We could get Robin Ince mm-hmm. on the phone. Yeah. Get Jeff on the phone Jeff, as well. Pretend. Patch them through to each other, and we can snip out for a bit. Oh, that'd be nice. I can finish just, my soup. That's nice. Barely started your soup there, did you? I've drunk half of it. Oh no, you've obviously got a hot mouth. <sighs> Thanks, Nat. Anyway, um, John Beck has been in touch, saying that you're lying. He says that you held his hand and stared into his eyes the whole time when I you went for your no, date. It's not holding someone's hand when you just pick it up and take it off your crotch, <laughs> which it shouldn't have been. I wasn't well, holding your hand; I was moving your hand. I believe hand, John. John. I believe John. Why would you believe him? So no, just trustworthy. Isn't do you think it? John Beck's a really good-looking lad. Uh, yeah, I do think have he's good-looking. I have seen him. Yeah, like straight lasses really fancy him. Yeah, no, I can no see gay that. men, well, but straight lasses. Proper fancy that. John Beck. It's the hairy thing, isn't it? But I'm hairy. Yeah, you are hairy. Is it because he's slimmer than me? But we weren't talking about you, we were talking about John. Do you think I'm good looking? Yes. In what way? In your Tell me all the things <laughs> that are physically attractive about me. You've got some eyes? I've got some eyes, yeah. A couple of ears? <laughs> yeah, uh, go on. You don't, your forehead's proportionate. Yes, that's, that's true. good. You have nicely conditioned hair. Mm. And your beard doesn't look too, like, straggly. So that's Rugged nice. shoulders. Rugged shoulders, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strong arms. you got... Fingers. Pecs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Got pecs. Got pecs. Fast runner. Would that be... Oh, you're a fast runner? Yeah, really okay. fast runner. Yeah. Um, you always bump you'd, into... You'd never catch me. Always bumping into well-known That's people. That's not a physical attribute. Oh, yeah, physical. It's got strictly got to be physical. Mm-hmm. You've got... Um, All right, here's, here's better then. What is, what is physically unattractive about me now? Oh, no, that's... No, I'm that's not going to say that. But I'm here. I'm offering myself up. So what... what Nothing. What is physically unattractive? To me... I'd say to you, too tall got like massive um eyebrow not eyebrows the, what's the bit what's eyelashes. that eyelashes no eyelids like no you like they, these bits what are they called where your eyebrows are yeah eyebrows they're like kind of ne- neanderthal on you <laughs> you've got i don't like your cheeks when you smile why <laughs> just don't like it all right fine i because well, like, i never smile in front I, of you so i like your ears good. but i rarely see them well okay because they're fine. always underneath headphones okay um don't like your nose Mouth is all right, actually, but you could pout more. Is what I think. Ah, <laughs> oh, try not to laugh. You could pout to more. Show my dreadful like, cheeks. Don't grow. Oh yeah, don't please don't show me your cheeks. You've got nice eyes, but they're a bit dead. 
like sharks. Yes. You've got a massive middle finger. Yeah, I have. And I'm giving <laughs> you this middle one right now. That's actually all right. Do you know what? That, I think... Show me again. That's an all right size. I think I'd be able to manage that. <laughs> in what? Your bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't want to put that in your bottom. I could manage that. Oh, okay. No problem at all. Well, that's the floor there. So I there you go. So now, now that I've... So now, now I've got you angry. Right. Now you tell me. Okay, for me, yeah. I prefer shorter hair. Right. Okay. That's it. I'm not going down this. That's road it. With you. Yeah, perfect. No, you could be taller. <laughs> Let's face it. You could be. I couldn't. You no, could, I couldn't. Well, I could stretch you. How would you stretch me? I'll work on some contraption. So I'll get something to stretch you on. I might ask Ricky Michelle what she finds attractive and unattractive about me. Well, I'll ask her if she wants to give me a hand stretching you. How about that? She can take the legs. I take the arms. Just stretch you. I'm up for that. Okay, all right, well, that's nice. Um, Jonathan also. Can has, I lay across uh, the desk when you do it? Yeah. I'll just lay my back we'll across the desk. Maybe over that because you'll fit on that little corner over there. Won't just, you? I don't want you bending down at your age. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, stretch me out. Okay, uh, I will remind you. Um, Jonathan has been in touch and yep. says, and well, actually to me and says for you, just Jesus, just get a nail file on it. Doesn't tooth. work, Jonathan. I do so, have a nail file. So, so being all being all cocky and full of himself. Right. Doesn't work. Tooth and enamel's too hard for it. All right, okay. Check, I've checked already, mate. Oh, that would be horrific. Joe also says, mm. uh, I'm still... Sp- Sorry mm. to interrupt. You could do it with a metal nail file. I've got one. But um, I have a phobia about metal on my teeth, which Who is cares? actually an issue at the dentist for me anyway. All right. I have to tell them to try and keep the metal off my teeth whenever it's not necessary. And I didn't tell the um, hygienist last mm. time I went, and she was clanking stuff off me. Oh. Went right through me. Because right, right to my penis. I could inject you with something. With what? Actually, I've got some heparin next door. What the hell's that? It's thin your blood, isn't it? Heparin? Yeah. Why are we thinning my blood? Oh, no, I had it to do, to do mine, but I was thinking I could jab you with that and that'll just to, to do what? what? Why are we thinning my blood, though? To get the tooth out easier. We're not taking the tooth out. Oh, right, OK. okay. <laughs> it's just a little sharp bit of tooth, that's all it is. Oh, OK. I thought that was a full extraction. Oh, I see, OK. All right, well, also, um, Joe Robert Warris says, I'm still spooked after last night's Inside Number 9. I saw that. Yeah, did you watch it? Really good, yeah. Was excellent, wasn't it? Was excellent. And I kind of of understood when they first went with the sound problems that, like, this is part of the thing. I didn't. Didn't you? No, I didn't. And it crossed my mind. Mm. But then as it went on, I thought, oh, no. In fact, I tweeted. I said, reset, let them reset, let them reset. No, No, that's fine. But that's the point of it, isn't it? Yeah, You're not not stupid for falling for something that's been set up to be as convincing as possible. Yeah, it was convincing, but the sec- but also the second time around, I was like, no, no, no. I was about 10 seconds off switching it off. Oh, really? Yeah, I really was. When it went to the old episode, uh, okay. I was maybe 10 seconds off switching it off. No, I kept with it, because I figured they would have done enough rehearsals on this over the, for it to be a live episode. That- but, but, that, but that's not that's what's clever about that. It's a technical error. It's not a sure. performance error. So sure, that's something sure. that's out of their hands. No matter how much rehearsal they've done, if it's a tech error, mm. if, if like now... No matter how well prepared we are for this radio show, right? Yeah. If the equipment stops working, it stops working. Now we can do about that. That's true. Very it's true. It's happened before, hasn't it? Yeah, it has Cracky happened. Mics Actually, and stuff. when we've come on, it has happened. Um, so, I, I did feel kind of like... What's he saying? Jonathan's just saying, ignore his excuses. He's a, he's a clearly a scared little boy. But I've got, I'll whip that now for I was all about fucking dremeling it a minute ago. <laughs> I'm not scared of it. All I've had is people close to me trying to talk me out of it over the weekend. Well, Jonathan, he says you're being just scared and we should just get whip out of something. I'll All pull. right, Jonathan, come down to the studio now, right? Nat will get two nail files out. We'll mm-hmm. give one to someone here who works here. We'll give one to Nat. Mm-hmm. And we'll both see how long we can handle Nat filing our teeth for. Sure, okay. First one to pussy out because he's the one with all their money. Metal nail file. Yeah, okay. Well, do, do you know what? I'm, I'm very good. I'll tell you what I'm very good at. Mm. Being in pain. Yeah. But fronting it out if you're not allowed to show the pain. I'm very oh. good at it. Really am. So you'd be good in um, 
like Guantanamo Bay or somewhere? That'd be excellent. Okay. Waterboarding. Yeah. Okay. I can manage that. That's good. That's good. No, I can manage it. I mean, eventually it'll break. It'll break anyone. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I'm I'm good at sort of maintaining a calm exterior when I'm in a lot of pain. I really want to test this out on you. Go for it. Just stabbing you or something. Go for it. What? No, I don't want want to. What do you want to dig into me? How about this? Dig dig a nail into me, into my thumb. Have no, got, I don't have very sharp nails. They're well, quite you, short. You still get a bit, like a corner of it or something. All right, okay. Right, and make eye contact. Yeah. Eye contact. I don't want to do this. No, just do it. That's what we're doing. Blood. Good right, radio, okay. this. No, not pinching. Pinching is not going to hurt anyone, is it? Dig do? a nail into me. Do it harder. I mean, that's not even... No, a, what? It's, it's not even hurt. a bit painful. I don't want to hurt you. No, this is the point of it. You're meant to hurt me and I'm meant to show no emotion. Just do it. Come on. Come on. I'm not getting off on it. Okay, I'll try a different nail. Right, ready? Yeah. No, re- really. Try it. Re- really go for it. Really, really push hard. I don't want to do it. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Why? Because if I draw blood, which I could do. Is there anybody out there that would be, have... be up for hurting me? I don't want to have your skin. Actually, I feel like Hannah Jessica, works sharp nails. She'd be up for this. She could probably hurt. Hammer. Abby, Abby's good. Yeah, Abby. Abby would be it, good yeah. at hurting someone because I also <clears throat> I don't want your skin in my nail. Who's either. strong? Um. No, Toby's not. Uh, who yeah, else? Toby's not. Toby's yeah. like, he's, he's like Walter from the Beano, isn't he? He's not strong, is he? Ha- ah! <laughs> Walter from the Beano, he actually is. Sorry, Toby. He's uh, like Walter's got a home I- bleaching kit. Abby- <laughs> Abby's, too- Abby's too much of a peacemaker. I don't see her as being strong. Hannah, I reckon, could... could okay, uh, anyone, I'll take anyone. She's Australian. They'll okay, be that's fine. To- yeah, well, just put a bit of effort into that. Because, look, you've marked me, but yeah, it, it, no, didn't, I I it didn't hurt at all. I felt uncomfortable doing that, I'm not going to lie. What was the point of it? Anyway, inside number nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to that. So, I thought it was well done, and it was only when I noticed that the sound was off mm. a bit on the old episode. Yeah. And, and then I started thinking, was the music like this anyway in that old episode? Oh. Couldn't remember. Yeah. And then it, well, then it went, went into the, the... I thought it was really good. Really, really good. And I good. found Reese texting, and it actually came up on Twitter. Mm. Really quite an exciting idea. Yeah. As a live thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It was. Someone's coming in to hurt you. Okay, cool. And Come on through. Um, do you not think it's... Here's what I thought about it. And I thought it was quite pointed as well. Oh, it is Abby. Hey, She's Abby. not going to hurt you. You're too nice. You won't be able to hurt. Unless you know the inner Abby comes out now, actually. Yeah, you Have said you got some... sharp nails, Abby? Yes. Oh, she has, okay. actually, yeah. Have you, just, have you sharpened them even more for that? Do you know, do you know what we're doing? Um, yeah, I need to try and make you bleed. No, 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 Abby, no. I mean, how did it go from the studio I here? Explain this to you. Through like three people to the point where it was like, yeah. come through here and try and kill um, him. Basically, Are you just found me and said that. Toby said no, that. That's not, that's not what we're doing. Uh, what I mean, if you can, if you draw blood in the process, that's fine. But can I yeah, preface this by it. saying yeah, yeah. Th- this is not a sex thing? No, because I think Nat thought it was. No, I didn't. Right? I definitely didn't. Think I've that. got no interest. I in wouldn't re- have run so fast if I knew that. I've got no interest at all <laughs> in this as a sex thing. Okay? Right. Mm. Just so that's he's just he can, clear. He's got a high pain threshold, and, and he doesn't show when he's in pain. I can take extreme pain and show no emotion on my face. Yes. Right. And that's what we're testing now. So Nat, you see there, Nat tried to do it with her nails. It's the marks, didn't I? It, it didn't hurt at all. Okay. So well, I wasn't even hiding the pain, it just didn't hurt. I, no. So same sort of place. Got longer nails. So dig a nail in, really dig damage. it in. Okay. Actually, Vicky try, Michelle, she might have long nails okay. as well. Maybe I'll ask and Nat, her. you can commentate, okay? So okay. say what's happening. So Abby's now about to grab the hand. She's, no, oh, p- she's pinching doesn't she's do anything. She's not pinching. It's got to be nails. Jesus Christ. Abby's got very long nails. They look um, quite sharp. And she's digging them in repeatedly. 
Ian's not flinching, but his eyes are I'm really sad. putting my all into this. Is that your all, genuinely? Look, you just, this is like a massage. <laughs> just use one, like your thumb... Abby's now just taking dinks. her cardigan off. Yes, she has taken Why are you her going there? To get some more work into it. That's just skin. Can we try another bit of body? Yeah. Can we pinch down another part of your Where body? Where else do you want to try? Nipple. Shoulder? <laughs> Nipple. I'm scared of nipples. Shoulder. So we can't do that. I'm a bit sweaty. That won't be very nice. Okay. All right. Never well, mind. Where button. else do you want to try? Well, I did bring apparatus with me just in case. That's fine. I brought a pin. A pin? <gasps> yeah. Okay. I've got a drawing pin. Oh, in my hand. God. Okay. There is a, conf- is a drawing pin in your hand. Now, what happens if blood draws. Well, will that I would draw blood, wouldn't it? Yeah, that will draw blood if you stick that in. Will I get fired? No, because you've been consenting well, to on, this. this you've consented <laughs> to it here. But this isn't... This wouldn't be your place to say that. She might not get fired, but I could report her to the police for assault. Okay, well, Common assault. But you, but you are asking us to hurt you. Well, I'm not saying come in here... If she'd come in with a razor blade, I'd be like, I could slice <laughs> you with this. The idea is to just give me, like, a constant pain, not Can to I pierce the, the skin. Can I with then? Oh, I, I, I feel a bit queasy about this. Do you, well, how do you feel about this, Ian? Well, it's all right, but it might. What I wouldn't okay. like to happen is I wouldn't like it to go like get infected and then. Well, can we be and, quick? And then like, Vicky die? Michelle is. Oh, we're, we're late for her now, so as well as this, great. Well, I'd like to get her in the studio. What you could do? Try, try not to break the skin. You could push it down so it's just a sharp thing mm-hmm. like that. You can okay. do that if you want. Okay, you ready? Now, come take. Yeah, okay, Abby's now got the pin ready. She's stretching. I mean, you over. look sick yourself. Oh, she is sticking. She is pricking him with it now, and it's actually oh, oh. I don't want to. He's not flinching. You're it. really staring me. Really no, that's nice. that's the point of it. So I've got. A, I'm just maintaining a concentration. Oh, oh, I right. hope Vicky just walks in here and just like punches you or something, and then you'll be like, "Oh, did actually hurt." So I've got some pain. Okay, it's Abby is sticking it in your thumb, and it's not hurting. I've approved my point. It's yeah, weird. Are you, maybe you're not human. I've got to say that none of this has hurt me. Wolf, okay, I'm, Abby. I'm, what about emotionally? Yeah. Okay, it hurt me emotionally. Wellington. <laughs> 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 Abby, can you go away and have a think about a new... So after Vicky leaves, uh, Abby, come I'm, back in and... I'm asking everybody today, again. by the way. Um, what do you find physically attractive about me? I'm physically unattractive, please. Two things uh, of each. Your hair is amazing. Thank you. Beautiful, yeah. always. Unattractive. The fact that you can't feel pain. Do you think that's unattractive? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a cop out. I didn't get that luxury. It's, it's, got, uh, it's, physical, it's, it's physical. It's got to be physical. Remember we yeah, said... physical, yeah. It's got to be physical. Oh, it's got to be physical, yeah. Too far. Oh, I mean, fucking Excuse hell, what was me? that? What did, did she you not see what she did? What did she do? She pushed her cheeks, she looked at me and pushed her cheeks out. Like that, like she said, blow her. No, 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 you no, did no, do no. that, it's on camera. Yeah. I know I did that, gotcha. But no, I didn't know. What did you mean? Come on then. I chubby cheeks? Not <laughs> I've got chubby cheeks. No, that's, you're allowed to be. I'm gonna did you see what cheeks. you just said to me? You just went full in on me. Yeah. But you made things up. Yeah, I know. I can make things up. You've got awful no, feet. No, you've got awful to. Feet. Yeah, you awful never see my feet. You never see my feet. You never see my feet. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be something you can them? see now. I can't. You've got even got grey hair in your locks. It's, it's just. I've got great hair in my locks. Grey hair. Grey. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, grey hair. I just think that's a good thing. Yeah, I used to dye my hair Same. that colour. What are you still doing here? No, can we just get Vicky Michelle in, please? Alright. I do like Vicks. Can you go and tell Vicky Michelle some things to say about me that are nice? And horrible. And also be prepared a weapon to bring Shall in the to pen her. Yeah. Tell her to say, like, I'm too muscly or something. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that was Nine Inch Nails. 
had like a whole mm. still going on. Stop. Finish. Finish now. Finished. Um, we're joined now by Vicky Michelle, but we've kind of done the interview now. It's kind of done. We've had a chat. We've had a nice chat. Because yeah. Toby yeah. doesn't seem to be able to get his head around <laughs> that if the guests are in the studio, we have to talk to the guests because otherwise it's rude. And then we've done the interview Covered before everything. we've been on air. It was really interesting what you were talking we about. We keep like, telling yeah. you to, to leave it to the last minute to bring the guests in. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, cause I always feel quite rude as well, Vicky. That's the other thing. Because <laughs> I try not to talk. So oh, did you see then I actually looked into the I corner at one point? I never noticed that you tried not to talk. I know, because well, it was rude. Because <laughs> it was only me and you in the room. So now I'd gone out. Where did you go? Uh, I went outside. I mean, that sounds like you did a drug deal or something. What was <laughs> No, I just have to, go speak, have to ask Tal Abby about something. Oh, yeah. What? Where, no, it's just about a guest. It's about a guest. No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> well, it's lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. I don't think we've met before. And um, no, I'm, I'm always kind of made up meeting people on That's this nice. show. Of your ilk as well. Thank you. As someone who was ostensibly a comedian for a long time myself, mm. who was a huge fan of comedy. Are you still comedy. comedy now? I don't do stand-up anymore. No. I've stopped doing stand-up. My daughter's did a bit of that. She, she was really good. Oh. And then she stopped. And I'm hoping she will again, because I think it's tough. But she was great. I, I just got very, quite bored with it. I got quite bored with it. I found audiences to be rude and they, they used to be. I didn't want to put up with that. No, and the travel right. as I got older just was getting a bit much for me. So I worked out another way of doing it. DJing. I do a bit of DJing. <laughs> Spin some discs every now and yeah, again. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> I, I just do my own stuff. I make my own stuff, really, and, and just do podcasts and. Oh, do you? Yeah, things okay. like that. So it's. Uh, I've worked out a way of doing it without. So all you're the doing driving. comedy, but doing it on podcasts and things like kind that. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, kind of, yeah. So, but I was a, a huge comedy fan and a, and a vintage comedy fan as well. Not vintage sounds like it was. Don't worry. It's no, fine. but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know I what I mean? <laughs> but I was, I was. And I was looking through, I looked through Wikipedia today, which I don't normally do, I guess. Mm. But I looked through to go. So I knew you from a lower low. Yeah. And I knew you, from, I think I saw you in Panto a couple of times. Oh, did you? When I was, when I was much, like, much younger. Was I fabulous? I think I saw you with Les Dawson. Would that be right? I didn't do Panto with Les, but I've been in the Les Dawson show. Michael I, Barrymore? Um, that was, no, but I was in Bournemouth doing a play with, and then hmm. we all had to go over to Michael Barrymore. Manchester that, Palace Theatre, have you yeah, ever done that? I think I probably did that some time. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I saw you in Panto at some yeah. point. I've done them forever. Yeah, yeah, but that's 26. cool. <laughs> no, but isn't that, do you not think there's, even though Panto is still an ongoing thing? Yeah. There must be an element of yearning for them days because show business was show business back then, you know, and like and, and a low, a low. And I don't, I don't really want to overdwell on that because I would imagine it's boring for you. I loved a low, low. It was a great mm. series. Makes you laugh out loud. I mean, it's it's still being shown. It's yeah. like yesterday. Uh, they're showing three three episodes every Sunday, and then right, it went okay. on to drama, and they were showing two shows every day. Yeah, and people just still love it. And I think. It's very difficult to get laugh out loud uh, comedy yeah. now, and Hello Hello was laugh out loud comedy. Well, it's it's also aged well uh, from a technical standpoint, I think. Well, so because it was set in wartime, and so it it's can't fast date. as well. It's fast. It, it it can't date really because it was set in wartime, so it's set in a period. Yeah. Whereas if it was set like now, this mm. would you know it would date in ten twenty years. Or yeah. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. it's aged well as a thing. It has. It has, and, and people still love the characters, and it's nice that. Um, mums and dads introduce their grands and grandpas introduce yeah. their kids so it sort of goes on yeah and uh, and people loved it you know so I was in a series that people loved sort of and it, it wouldn't get made now a lower lower it would think. be slightly um, politically incorrect here yeah. there yeah <laughs> yeah no there'd be and it's too absolute big absolute uproar wouldn't there well I think 
I don't know. It's, it wasn't I think that was. bad. It wasn't, no, no, it was, I agree. I agree. But, but I think uh, there would be uproar. I think political correctness has gone a bit mm. mad anyway. Okay. I just think that we, we won't laugh at anything soon. Mm. It should be very difficult to find something to laugh at. I, I manage it with that. No, oh, You manage it. <laughs> 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 um, no, I was a big fan of Alolo, mm. and I liked, and, and do you know what? I was a big fan of Gordon Kay. Yeah, he was very good. Um, I saw him in Elsie and Norm's Macbeth on a tour, oh, yeah, on a yeah. theatre yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, I remember him doing I that. I forget who it was with, who the lady was it was with. Was and it Jean Boat? No, it wasn't Jean, no. Oh, no. okay. I can't remember who. Do you know what? Maybe it was. I think it was. It might have been Jean, but I suppose it was Chester okay. Gateway it was. Was it Jean Ferguson? No. I can't remember. She does all her. It could have been. Could have been very good at that. Could have been Jean. <laughs> um, it was, um, and I, I remember being quite drawn to him and thinking, no, he's really talented. Because all I knew him from was Rene, was yeah. from Lolo. And I remember seeing there was a real depth to him and a real humanity to him as a performer. And it wasn't long before he had, you know, he had that accident when the thing went through his mm, car window yeah, and all that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. That's horrendous. Which was, yeah, was horrible. So I know he's not. He's no longer around, but. We got a lot more years out of He was a brilliant him. performer. And yeah. he was brilliant at doing what he did. And if you watch his technique when he's yeah. playing René, and he'd do little things with his hands, or he'd move something, or he'd rub his head. And all of those little things that came in just were technically brilliant yeah. when you watched him. And he worked at his craft, and he just knew how to do it. I mean, he was used before Alolo a yeah. lot by David Croft and Jeremy Lloyd yeah, and Jimmy yeah. Perry because he was a really good performer. And know? to cameras, because I think it sometimes gets... It's taken for granted to camera work, straight yeah. down the gun. You mm. know, when you, when, when you have a performer that's talking straight down the camera, quite, quite how difficult that is yeah. when you're also acting. So not just presenting. Yeah. Presenting's a different thing, but it's still quite difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. But when you're acting... To do it. Like Frankie Howard in Up Pompeii is a great yeah. example of it. And he wasn't that good at it, Frankie Howard, but he was very magnetic. He was lovely to watch. Yeah, there's only sort of a few people that talk directly into camera, like um, uh, Carol, um, Mrs. Brown's boys. He okay, does yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. he brought that back in. Yeah. But it was sort of a Morecambe and Wise thing as well that they yeah. stop talking to camera. And I think that that brings the audience in. It makes them part of it. And if you do it well, mm. it's great. If you don't do it well, it's not good. It's back to Oliver Hardy, that I think. That's where, that's where the Is origins that where it of that started. Are. So, so the origins were Laura and Hardy would be doing their thing, and then Ollie would just turn to the camera and just look, shake his head or whatever. Yeah. And it's a. It's a such a simple comedy staple but to be able to do it is really quite a difficult skill to master Miranda does it brilliantly as well Miranda's mm. very very good at it out of, you know some more modern day comedy but how was that because there was many how many episodes were made of a low low I think it was almost 90 it was, yeah it was yeah, definitely it was, wasn't it? It was yeah, huge yeah it was 80 something yeah. and were you in it from beginning I to was end? I was in lot. every single one yeah I know a few people came out, like Sam Kelly, who was brilliant, because uh, they thought they'd get typecast. But then I thought, you know, I'm going to get typecast, but I was in a brilliant series. Yeah. And it was brilliantly written. So what was the point of coming out of something yeah. that was loved by the nation and was just clever? Isn't the idea of being typecast as a negative mm. quite a confusing thing? Because it because it's Because I, I get it. I do get it if you're uh, an actor or whatever, and mm -hmm. you think, oh, I don't want to be thought of as only that character. Oh, I, I understand that. Yeah. But it's also a guarantee that you'll work forever. Yeah. You know, if you if you capture something and it have become capture the zeitgeist, they call it, where you're you're something in a thing that can never be destroyed. This is what happens. I think that what but what does happen is that when you're doing a, a television show and you do get typecast, when that television show finishes, yeah, people can't really use you straight away because I'm Yvette. So, you're that thing, I, yeah. so, okay. so what you end up doing is a lot of theatre, yeah. which I did. So I, you know, really honed up my my theatre. 
um, and did loads and loads of plays and comedies and musicals. And uh, so that was it. That was great as well that afforded me to do theatre because they wanted me because I was in Eloilo. But in terms of doing television and film, then you're, you know, everyone that sees you, they go, oh, my God, that's that girl from Eloilo. Mm. You know, so you, once you're, like, now I'm older, you get the parts. Mm. But at that time, it was quite hard. Was but, it? Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, but you will do loads of theatre. And obviously, panto. Yeah. Because, yeah. And there's no arm in any of those things, is there? It's fab- fabulous. As long yeah. as you're working, darling, that's Of course, it. yeah, of course. <laughs> and you did... I, I always thought that Alo Alo owed a, a great deal to Ray Cooney in, in terms of, stylistically, the farcical element of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it captured a similar thing well, to they, what Ray it, Cooney did. It was a farce, and I know Ray really well. And yeah, I saw that you did, the mo- you did the movie, didn't you? Did you produce yeah, I did. Movie? I actually yeah. produced the, the movie, and we're actually doing... Um, Ray, we're, we're doing a thing on Ray at the moment. Okay. You know, great, great people. So we're doing a film, uh, making a film of him at the moment. Okay. And also we're doing um, a film of um, theatres and putting on productions. And we went to see one that was at the Gordon Craig that they put on Oklahoma. Okay. And Ray came down to watch it. And it was brilliant because these are, you know, semi-professional people. But they, it was a brilliant production that they put on in six weeks. The Gordon Craig Scarborough, isn't it? Stevenage. Close one. Yeah. You really. were really, I knew there was an S in it. Do you know it was an S? What's that one in Scarborough? <laughs> What's um, Alan Aitbourne's theatre? What's that one called? Yeah, Scarborough. Isn't that Hull? Is it Eight? Eight Hull? No, or is that, no, Aitbourne's, no. Aitbourne's definitely Scarborough. Scarborough. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you something now. Or is it Skegness? Skeg- it's Skeggy Beach near Scarborough. It is, isn't it? Skeggy Beach, know. Skegness. I did. We need someone to tell us where Ge- this thing yeah, is. Yeah, geographically. Where geographically. Is Skegness. Is <laughs> that is my worst subject. So geography. let us know if we can make any Are you good at geography? Not no. great, no. No, geography's not, not great. great. But I, not a lot of people can say this, but I had yeah. a love scene, a French love scene, before I did Hello, Hello. What's a French love scene? French love, well, I'll tell you, with <laughs> right. Ken Dodd on Skegness Beach. <laughs> not a lot of people can do that, so it was more like... Well, not not unlived. <laughs> <laughs> so he was going, and I go, so that was it. And it was a funny sketch, because I did a whole series with I did a whole series, a Ken Dodd series, so I was like in every one. Um, and that was just one of the sketches. Yeah, he was a nice chap, Ken Dodd, Brilliant. I thought. I, I only met him the once. I interviewed him one time. I, I, but I did a long interview with him that was then chopped up into another show. And he um, banged out. I mean, he packed out every, every theatre he went to now. I mean, I know we've lost him, but... Um, every theatre was packed. Yeah. You could not get its seats mm. to see Ken Dodd, every single one. And you just think, he used to do two-hour shows, three hours. I mean, I was working with him. Uh, he moved from the BBC to the ITV. And because he had an audience, a live audience, and he was recording, and he loves the live audience, he mm. went on a bit long, and they pulled the plugs. Oh, really? Okay. Then, yeah. But he had enough material anyway. Yeah. But he loved the audience, and he would just go on till like, one o'clock in the morning. Well, I, well <laughs> I'll tell you what I like. Um, and I don't know how well known I bang on about it quite a lot anyway mm. but what I like is is that all these performers surviving performers I should I should point out obviously um, who were big TV stars and Cannon and Ball are a good case in point as well people who were good who were big huge TV stars back in the day still work and you know, get good houses yeah, they do yeah, 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 they absolutely do. they do they Cannon absolutely Ball, do I work with them they're great love the both of them but they're going to sell more tickets than most modern comics who, who are on that circuit so who are on well, sort of get, mid to large scale theatres you'll get them Joe Pasquale yeah you'll get Bradley um, and, and you know the, uh, the newer ones um, who are the newer ones that are out there but they're slightly old uh, Mickey Flanagan. Flanagan I love him yeah 
He's funny. But he can fill out like the own Yeah, but he's stuff. funny. Yeah. Mm. That's because he is funny. Yeah. And because some of them aren't, I don't think. Who's not? Who's not funny? No, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. Come on, just, No, but I watch some I'll of these. I probably know him. We can ring him up. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you look at the television and they're standing going, I'm going, that's not funny. Which one? No, 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 it, no, one in, no, no one in particular, because I forgot them. them. Yeah. Yeah. They're so not funny. They you can't be bothered so to remember their names, no. fair enough. Yeah. No, but it's everyone is a comedian. Yeah, And you just go, how come would everyone be a comedian? Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing, though. So so just to be, just to play, not play doubles advocate, because I mean yeah. it, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, just to uh, counter to that, um, I have a, a, li- a little issue, a little bit of an issue, with certain people who would be old guard of comedy, okay, yeah. so who who would be quite outspoken about newer comic performers, mm. and I don't think anymore that's the, that goes in the other direction. So I don't think I, that's because they were funny back then. But but, <laughs> but when if you remember when, when alternative comedy came about as a yeah. thing, yeah, you had, you had those some of those performers were some are brilliant. No, but some of them were slagging off the old guard, which I always um. I, I also found quite uncomfortable yeah I think yeah, it's like you said you know about Ray Cooney and things but you know like some people will say that you know that comedy's dated mm. but you will go into that theatre and you'll get young ones and because I know because my daughter and she'll take her friends to a, a comedy farce and they will laugh out loud mm. because I don't think that comedy changes I laugh at the same things my mum and dad did I think it can st- I think it can stylistically change or, or rather not change because it, it doesn't mean that something becomes unfunny no so because it's if you look the, at yeah. Mighty Boosh or whatever or, or something, yeah, or just no, something yeah. different with the format yeah or League of Gentlemen even or Inside yeah. Number 9 we were talking about earlier on mm. anything something that just subverts the format a little bit and tries some different things doesn't then make a lower low not funny it's just a different way of doing it yeah yeah so, so no it, I love all comedy as long as I laugh yeah and I'm a laugher <laughs> but that doesn't mean, though, that if you don't laugh, that it's not funny. Which means it's not funny to you. Yeah. But what happens if no one laughs? But that never happens, really. Well, it's very rare. You might get a titette. <laughs> I've had a few of that. <laughs> that sounded, I wasn't even being... I went, no, I went all a lower like, low. Then, I should have gone a little weak when you said that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a gift, I think. You know, if you can make people laugh, I mm. think there's nothing better. Mm. And that's what people need. And I think... The proof of the pudding is there's not enough good comedies on the box. Um, I think there's, there is, are a few, but um, and that's why Pete, the young are starved of um, of comedy, and that's why some of the the comedians are packing out two thousand seats. Yeah, well then, but then that, in, that, in that case, though, then discard television. That's that's my take with it. If, the tele- if television isn't putting on the stuff you want, then don't stop watching the television. Go to the local theatre and stuff. And go in a, yeah, I think everyone has. There's a fair it. chunk of that, but I think there's also mm. people who think. Because, to use Cannon and Ball as a case in point, because mm. they're not on primetime television yeah. as they used to be on a Saturday night getting 18, 20 million, because mm. they're no longer there. People think they're either either dead or just aren't that's working true. anymore. Mm. That's true. You know, so but they are, they're doing the survey. They're there, so if you go and look, they're there. But also, I think the television companies should look at... There's some brilliant comedy scripts out there. And the, uh, really, but I don't think that we're not. You know, when you used to get coming from work, like the taxi driver say, oh, "I used to come in from work. Oh, I love watching the hello, hello. Why oh, are you being served? I'd have a laugh. Mm. It make me feel good." Mm. Mm. So that's not really there anymore. So when you get in from work at that time, mm. there isn't any sort of comedy at that time when yeah. people come, in, which makes you laugh. And I think that it would be a good idea to look at comedy more and to get some comedy shows that, you know, appeal across the board sure. that will keep people in to watch the box. Cause See, I, I disagree. 
well, I, on, I uh, honestly, I fundamentally disagree with that because I, I think mm. what com- comedic performers should take from that is like, do, do you know what? If you don't want to do it, we're not going to keep coming to your cap and hand saying you should put us on, you should put us on. Just fuck them off, and and, and literally just go right. We will do it live. We will do it, or we'll make it ourselves. Yeah. What you know, whatever. Because you can do that now. You can absolutely. Are, are you talking about a comedy series? I'm talking about a comedy series. Anything you you could make a comedy series at home in your kitchen now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. E- like easily. I'd be very good actually. Well, you should do <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. You Maybe. come in. You can be a guest. All right. Guest I'll, appearance. Can I be? Yeah. Um, you can come now. Can oh. I be a a neighbour that just uh, that you always avoid? No, you you can be. The one that we we want to hurt, yeah, but, but never gets hurt. Right, <laughs> you came in, you came in <laughs> we can torture you, and there'll be well, new ways of us trying to do it every week or new doing every week. Yeah, just trying like, to torture right, you. Right, we're going to torture him this week. Like, what should we do? Yeah. Yeah. This is what we were talking about during the. What I'm going to start calling the Toby Purgatory. <laughs> Where where Toby does the show without the show being on? If you walked in and said, "So have you got no pain threshold?" But you said it kind. It was kind of half suggestive and half like you you looked quite vicious when you said it, like you had a plan. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I did ask someone if they had a whip. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think things like that. I think I would flinch. Yeah, I think I, I would flinch. flinch. No, because that's a fast thing. Right. What I was trying to get over was is oh. if you, if you do something that's a constant You're pain. So what you do basically is you know it's going to happen. Zen. So you I get pre- zen. You prepare yourself yep. to not have a pain in that area. Whereas if you just if you had a whip, you wouldn't know where it's going right. to hit you. So therefore, you would react. Yeah. Or if I just bang my head, I would go ah. Right. Like I w- I w- of course I would. But you but you are actually yeah zenning or, or yeah. whatever you want okay. to call it. So that your eyes area. have to be open. So what if we were just my like <laughs> close your eyes and we'll stab you with a I pin? I don't think again. It's not my eyes don't have to be open. But no, but you're looking when when we were doing it, he was looking very intently at us, which makes me it's think, kind of affronting. If out we those, said yeah. shut your eyes and we'll stab <laughs> you with a with a drawing pin, I think you would feel more pain. When I go, when I do go to the dentist for work, like if I have a filling or something, I don't have an anaesthetic. Oh. If you oh okay, I don't. And I, and I, Why? I don't like needles. Just take the needle, it hurts for one second. It's not a pain, it's not a pain. I tell you what, it used to be better, I used to like the gas. Yeah, you gas. know, that was better. I don't really do that anymore, do they? No, they but that. you can ask for it, I think. Oh, might do that. Ask for that then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know someone, yeah, because um, one of my sisters doesn't like uh, needles or something, and I'm sure she gets like the, you know, the t- is it like twilight, I don't know, gas and air or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you could have that. Gas and air is good. What about if you pulled your hair? What about it? No, but that, would that hurt? So if someone Don't came out behind you and went like that. Do you want to come on my hair? Please, Vicky. Please, that's absolutely no. fine. Why? No. You can do it if you want to. No, no. Lean over. It's sort of a really we'll childish thing. We'll be both pull it. <laughs> I think, again, it depends. If you gra- if you grabbed it in a yeah. fistful and just did that as hard as you could, yeah, I could deal with that. But if you get that underneath bit, that's no, I don't think it. Maybe not from the really head, like a nipple me. hair or something. That will bring tears to the eye. I know you brought eye, that up. This, that yeah, this is the third time you brought up my nipples oh, on the show. Oh, have I? Yeah. Or arm you know why? Hair. Because arm hair or something. Because Natalie knows that hurts. There is no I way. Could deal, I could deal with it on this that nipple, will, but this be nipple got growth on it. All right. What about your arm hair, though? You pull that underarm, underarm hair. Hardly really any. Wow. Leg hair. You would quite hairy, but I've got barely nothing under my arms. Isn't that weird? Okay. Why? I don't know, mate. No, but I mean, if you ever analyse, go why? Yeah, isn't it odd? Yeah, nose hair that would that would bring a tear to the eye, right? Oh, probably not. I probably alright. I reckon it would. Let's try. If you want to, you can. No, no. no. I presume you're doing panto this year. I am. Where you at? I'm in Castleford in Leeds, and um, we're Castleford's not in Leeds. Don't say that. You'll get fucking lynched. Where is it? It's nearly Civic Centre in Castleford. Castleford. It's a different place to Leeds. Where is it's it? Near Leeds. It's not far, but it's like oh, St. Like St. Helens is in Wigan. What is it? <laughs> 
Oh, it's really? Not, it's not in Leeds. Wigan is in St. Helens. Well, someone said it's near Leeds. So it that's is near, I it's near yeah. Leeds. So, say, geography, say, say Castleford, West Yorkshire. Castleford, West Yorkshire. West Yorkshire it, yeah. So that's it. Somebody, Sleeping Beauty and I'm playing Carabos, the evil. Nice. Ah. I played good for two years and I'm better at evil. Is it boring <laughs> playing good? No, I quite like good. You know, okay. the kids yeah. love you. Yeah. I mean, every time you come on when you're playing bad, you get booed, even yeah. when you walk down for your round of applause. Well, that's fun. End. I know, it's fabulous. Yeah. I had to get used to that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, uh, I'm going to give name check Spencer K. Gibbons as, get, he's playing the king. Guess what king, king's name is? King. For. <laughs> Rene. Is, oh, is it really? Okay. King Rene. Is it really? Is, we've got, um, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Jamie Tanner. He's playing Prince Harry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We've got Princess Rose, who's Georgia Gregory, Dave Rawson as Muddles, and Lorenzo Zambrana, who's actually putting it on as Nanny Nora. So that's name check for all my Nice, nice. Very nice. And how is it? Is it is it Civic Centre in Cass, in Castleford? It is, darling. It's going to be fabulous. I'll tell you where isn't it? Where is near Castleford? Leeds. I had Leeds. So no, Pontefract. <laughs> I love Pontefract Cave. Oh my god! There's a haunted house there. That yeah. I, could, I could get you in if you want. No, it's supposedly no. the most haunted house in really? Europe. Really? Do yeah. you believe in? No, this? not at all. Well, how can you? Well, but you're going. I said supposedly. You're getting all excited about it. No, I've, I've filmed some stuff there, but it's in. It's called Thirty Drive, and it's in Pontefract. Right. Okay. And it's, and it's um, spooky. Not. I mean, I don't think it is, but mm. I've been there a few times. Maybe you're not receptive. <laughs> this is again. This is the most nonsense <laughs> argument. <laughs> I have had that said to me so think, many times. What about when you pass on? Do you think you're still there? No. You, come back, you think that's it? Gone. Gone. Mm. Yeah. Well, the thing is, nobody I knows, I can't, knows, I can't remember sleeps. Vicky, you don't. You think we are, what, we come back? We're yeah. spirits? We're haunted? Yeah. Oh. Do you? No, no, I don't know whether we come back as spirits. Okay. I think usually spirits, that they're troubled souls, I think, mm. that can't pass over, so therefore they stay, and they've okay. had a traumatic death or something like that. Yeah. And I think, actually, that works. You know, but but I'm, why aren't they, I'm why very are they logical. everywhere now, then? Why are they not I everywhere? Might be, they might be in it. We don't know. Yeah. Why can we not see them then? Why can we sometimes see them? Because <laughs> they know that you're not a believer, so they're not showing themselves. Oh, so they can you. control when they're seen and when they're not Maybe. seen as well. I don't know how it works. I've never spoken to a ghost. But there's so much proof of, to it as well. There's when not. You see. There's not. Proof. There's, not, not, there's proof. not. There's not one shred of evidence for it ever in history. Get, okay. What about when people get regressed and they take them back and they be, and they're in a they do another life and they take them back to that other life and you think, how did that happen? Have you ever been able to fly? Yes. Have you? No, no. Without, without wires. Have you ever been able to fly? Uh, no. Have you ever had a dream where you could fly? Yes. There I used go. to fly. Yeah, but I so used the, to so fly the, like the, the, the human brain. <laughs> do you know what? When I fly in dreams, I do it like swimming. Do you? Yeah. yeah no, I, I sort it. of went and floated like mm. that. Backstroke. My mum said that when she was really, really ill, she felt she left and okay. flew over to somewhere else. And, and she was really ill. Yeah. Really ill. Yeah. Mm. And... And that was like she'd gone to another place and seen things. So I think that. But the human brain is capable yes, of, of, of making that, that to feel like it was reality. So dreams feel like they're reality when you're in the dream. Yeah. So the human brain is capable of doing that. I get that. So if you regress, there's no there's no evidence for that being an actual regression to past life any more than there is that you are just your brain is imagining that. Okay. Well, what about this? Go on. I'm well versed in this, by the way. So okay. we can, I can do That's this okay. all day happily. No, this is a thing that happens a lot. Like I'll think of someone mm. that I haven't seen for years and years and years. And yeah bump into that person yeah right so i thought about some guy um that i'd met and he was an architect and he'd been at a charity and it, this was like a couple of years later and i thought oh, i wonder what happened to that um chap in fact um yeah he donated some money and um took everyone from the charity out 
And I thought, I wonder what happened to him. I must get in touch with him. Right, I haven't seen him for years. Mm-hmm. Go into town, meet um, my friend Karen and um, Lionel Blair's wife. So, Would you listen to how showbiz that, that was? was. In, that was but such a name How showbiz was it. that? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I hadn't, well, they're mates, but I hadn't seen, so I, I didn't know I was going in, but Karen's rung me and she said, I'm meeting Sue, do you want to join us? Okay, so I don't know I'm going here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then for, I go there. Then I've got to go back into Dean Street. So I thought, um, but Sue's going on the train. And I said, well, I'm going to walk in. I said, she said, no, I'm going on the train. I said, all right, I'll come on the train with you just to keep coming. So I get on this train and there's this guy standing there. I looked at him. I thought, I know him from somewhere, but I can't remember where. So then we get out of Oxford Street. Now, you know how many exits there are at Oxford yeah, Street, right? Yes. right? So I don't go, no, I'm going. There's all of it. So I get out of Oxford Street of one of the exits. I come out and there's the guy and he looked at me. He said, you don't remember me, do you? I went, well, you look familiar. He said, I'm the guy that was at the charity that paid for the dinners for the charity right. and that was the guy I was thinking of that I right. should get in touch with I've got how to say, do you explain I, uh, I can in a second Go I, I've got to say I am slightly gutted that that story wasn't and he turned around and it wasn't him <laughs> 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 I really wanted that to no. be the end of that story well here's the thing okay you will think about people in that way in your life constantly all the time but you, I meet them from, no well always always Every That's single time you think, every time you think of someone, I, you meet them. If, no, no. If I haven't seen someone for a long yeah. time and they pop into my head, you always will bump into I've them somewhere. A hundred percent of the time. Bobby oh, Crush. Bobby Crush. We had Bang him in here. We yeah. likes Bobby. 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 And he and I went. So I'm going into. And I hadn't seen. I thought I haven't seen Bobby for ages. Oh, Came in town. My friend rang me. I'm in town. She said, "Why don't you pop into Groucho?" She said, "I'm in Groucho." I said, "Okay." She's late. Going yeah. sitting, waiting for her. Look over. I went, Bobby. He's there. Bobby right, Crush. okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to reframe the question. So, no, but all right. Let me think. Right, right. Go on. Just, okay. <coughs> so, I'm saying, so I'm logically, because I'm logical. Can you, can you think of Christopher Biggins, please? Yeah, well, I see him all the time anyway. Right. Oh, <laughs> I've, got, so, I've got a message for him. Don't let me get him. I bumped into Biggins the other day yeah. in town yeah. after interviewing him on this show. Mm. Yeah. And I had actually been thinking about Biggins as well. Yes. And I happened to bump into him. However, but you what think. What are the of odds people, on that? But again, you might say, what are the odds on that? But yeah, what, what, are the, odds? what are the odds on not? On it not? No, that's no, that's silly. It's not. No, it's no more silly than your claim. No, no. It's, it's not. No, 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 no. You, you no, will no, think no. of people all the time, and the only reason you don't remember thinking about them is because it didn't happen with those people. No. It is. It, it's like, how many times do you remember looking at your watch that says 1, 2, 3, 4? <laughs> how often? Like 12, 34. How often do you see that? Or 1, 1, 1, 1? 11 minutes past 11. I don't know. I don't look at it that much. No. Well, people would remember that. When you see it, you notice. You see, you are a watch watcher. I'm not, I'm not even got a watch on. <laughs> no, people people notice that because that's the time when they look and they go, oh, that follows a that follows a one, two, three, four. But these are people that I've never haven't seen for years. Right, that and is then weird. They, but it doesn't. Well, maybe you're a witch or something. Well, I think that's <laughs> that more likely. Well. Well, I, that's I, more do, likely. I do. I do fly around on my broomstick. But I'm just trying to think. Is here's my a parallel universe. Right. That this has already happened. Right. Right. So okay. this is my analysation. Okay. Because I can't get my head around it. I can't make that person go there. So the only thing is that some this whatever's happening now has already happened or is happening somewhere else on a different plane. Okay. So therefore, it's already happened. And that's why it pops into your head. And that, so you meet that person because you've already done it in a parallel universe. That's my only analysation for okay, it. Okay, so do you, do you think yeah. then... Uh, when you met Bobby Crush, for example, yeah. were you doing anything out of the ordinary to what you would have been doing anyway that day? What? 
I just was in town. My yeah, so you were just said, a, so when you come to ground. So you husband, didn't do anything weird that day. You didn't go, oh, for some reason I want to get on this bus or I want to go on this tube. It was nothing like that. No, I just got the phone call and she and said, do you want to meet me? And I went, yeah, I'll pop in and see you. I'm in town. You're in yeah. town. So it's not premeditated. Right, because you may not have been so in town. So I couldn't have made it happen. Because exactly. I didn't then. know. See, this is it. So, I, yeah. So I couldn't have made it happen. That's the thing. Because yeah. if you weren't in town, you'd have been like, oh, I can't, I'm not here. Then you wouldn't have seen Bobby. I wouldn't have seen Bobby. I wouldn't have seen Bobby, exactly. He'd have missed me. Right, there we go. <laughs> I think it makes sense. It makes sense, right? You non-believers. But that doesn't, <laughs> what, what does that, even if I acknowledge that, what does that prove? Is it just coincidence? Mm. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I gave that to you. <laughs> of course it is. I said it three times. Of course that's just coincidence. You've had a lot of coincidences, coincidence, there, haven't you, Vicky? Right. But yeah. so is everyone. Mm. Yeah, but they're really remote. It's like, if I said that s- some things... Okay, do another one. Yeah, go on. <laughs> you sure? I'm supposed to be talking about no. pandemic. Okay. Right, you're the on husband. the Castle Civic at Christmas yeah. Sleep Beauty. There, it's done. Go on. Right, the husband yeah. is... So he's he's gone off um, to a funeral up north This somewhere. is your husband? Do you no. call him the husband? The husband. The boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the boy. Do you have the husband, grubby. the boyfriend? Yeah, I've got all of them. Yeah, okay, call him grubby. So, grubby. Grubby, grubby, grubby. Why do you call him grubby? No, he's always had that since oh. he's, yeah, he's on the film. He's a, a DOP. Okay. So he's, uh, he's okay. always had the name. Okay. I know it's his nickname. <laughs> so grubby has gone up north to, um, to a funeral. Yeah. And I've got a meeting in town. So he's gone up there. I don't know what time he's coming back. I'm... <laughs> I've gone to this meeting, get this one. This is a billion to one, this one. I bet it's not. I bet you it is. So, I've, I've gone to this other meeting, don't know what time I'm going to mm. leave, see my mate Brian, right, we have a drink, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think I'll go now. I go on the train, yeah. right? I'm sitting on the train, right? <laughs> this bloke, someone gets on and goes, boof. And I right. go up in the air. You know when someone really hits yeah. And I thought, rude. Excuse yeah, my French. Yeah, yeah. And I've looked round and French I went... will always be allowed. I've looked next to me, next to me, and yeah. I've gone, Graham? He is sitting next to me. Same train, same carriage, same time, coming back. Who's Graham? Who's Graham? That's the husband, Grubby. Oh, oh okay, right, okay, right, okay. right, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, who's this well, so what is that? I don't know what that that's means. Weird. That's, that's weird. It's not weird. Why is it weird? Because he was up north, wasn't he's he? And now he's up near the no, well, no well, Actually, where's he been? Where's no, he been? No, well, well, yeah, that would, I mean... More alarming. <laughs> did, did he look really panicked and go, oh, shit, I'm um, just... No, I, my train has been cancelled. No, he was coming back from the funeral. Okay. And he just happened to be at that time. I was coming back when we didn't liaise on times or anything and we are on the same train ne- on the same carriage and he sits next but, to me but you would have but you could have both been like you if you'd have just chatted the day before you'd been like oh, i'll be getting that train no, you'll be getting that train no. No, no i'm not saying you did it on purpose but you've both got to be somewhere i didn't even ask him what what time the funeral was what time he was coming back i don't know well maybe if you had you'd have gone oh we're on the same train i'll come and find you <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know. Maybe if you had a bit more. What you know. are the odds on it? Yeah, it's, it is a million to one. It's not. At least. It is. It is. And she's in a billion anyway. Oh, okay, I've reduced it. So I a billion, billion to one. Yeah, a billion. It's not a billion big. to one to see big. your husband. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to start ripping his hair out yet, Vicky? Now he's no, like shooting just, down all your theories. No, but do you know what? He's no. struggling now because he he's struggling. trying to find an answer. I'm not. Do you know what? It's all I do in my <laughs> life at the moment. It's all, Actually, all I the, do is rip apart things like this. This is the funniest interview because 
I don't talk about this. Because yeah, <laughs> normally they tell me to shut yeah, up. This is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a normal. <laughs> no, you're right. I would acknowledge that. I, this show is not normal at all. It never has been. Um, so, <laughs> how long have you got Panto for? Oh, well, listen, what, she's currently writing a new comedy about Marilyn Monroe living yep. in Essex. No, there's a. Um, no, it's Are not me. Not? But it's a secret. No, I did a play um, about Marilyn Monroe called Hello, Norma Jean. Okay, yeah. And we played it at the King's Theatre and then the Park Theatre. Nice. And you know when you get a part. Mm. Actually, no. <laughs> I'll cast you in something. Thank you. <laughs> when you get a part and you just know it's yours. Yeah. And this part, and it actually went to another actress. And then it, and, I, and my agent went, um, oh, it's gone to someone else. I said, no, no, that's mine. And it came back, and she couldn't do it. I did it, and it was one of the funniest, great, greatest plays in terms of off the wall, complete. Okay. It made you laugh. It made you cry. And I've always said that it, should, it would make a fantastic series. And then recently, a friend of mine sent me something from the Park Theatre, and all the people that work at the Park and the people that go to it, the audience, mm-hmm. they had a vote on, over the past five years since it's been open, um, which were the best shows, and we came third in that. And oh, I wow. think that was really, because sometimes... What was first, you know? We no. went to the I park didn't even bother to... I bet it was the Savile James play. Lance. I bet it was the Savile Oh, play do you reckon? Well. Yeah. Remember, we went to the park there, see that James yeah. Lance, that probably came second. Yeah. That, was, that was really good. Really good, yeah. Was it really good? Yeah, really good player. It was called... Something monkey, monkey, monkey magic. dead monkey or dead something. Monkey. It wasn't called monkey magic, no. <laughs> <laughs> monkey. <laughs> monkey magic. I think it was called dead monkey. I think it was called dead something, monkey, something like that. Something like that, yeah. It was, it was good, good, really good. good. Yeah. Park Fizz is lovely. It's yeah. a great Yeah, theater. really good theatre. It's theater. a really, and, the play, and they're really good there. And good ethos as well. Yeah, yeah, it's got it good, is, yeah it totally is. has. And people love theatre, so they mm. go there and they love it. And you see loads of, you know, mates there that are all doing things. I saw Les Dennis there recently. That was a good, that was a really good play. Yeah. Yeah, and... And people trying things out, and I think that, and it's a smaller venue, so you know you can put things on and get good audiences and get good reaction from it. But well, I, I saw we asked, we saw that one that James was in. Yeah. I, I saw the Savile one that Alistair, did, where yeah. Alistair McGowan played yeah. Jimmy Savile, and that was oh, was that, that good? It was stunning. Mm. I didn't hear about that. It was that really. Good. It was called. I think it's called an audience or an evening with Jimmy Savile, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was stunning. I mean, that's, that even that's going to get you in, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you also think that's still a. a partly risky project to have someone who's known as an impersonator anyway so Alistair doing that and, mm. and Alistair by the way was exceptional in it mm. for all you know his impressions on telly and that sort yeah, of thing yeah. he really did got... he capture him I yeah, mean totally. was he being was he was he imitating um him on or? and not, but he played him in real life as well so it wasn't yeah. just you know he wasn't just playing the tv Jimmy yeah, Savile yeah, he was yeah. playing the yeah the vile Jimmy Savile too yeah, yeah. um it, no, he really did. It was a stunning piece of theatre. It was, it was. It was really exciting. But when you see things like that, and then you think, well, what happens to her? Where is it? Mm. Why is it, you know? And I think some of these things would make wonderful series. Yeah. You know, like a TED... And people will watch it. Yeah. You know, because I know when I'm flicking through, and I'm flicking through the, the, the TED... All these I'm unfunny going, comedians. I'm going, no, 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 no. No, I yeah. always watch, because sometimes some are brilliant. Yeah, my, sister, yeah. my sister went to a comedy night the other night, okay. and she said the first two were brilliant, mm. the last one was awful. Mm. Does she remember the names, though? Um, I don't know. Don't. No, no, I'm not asking. I'm not to say. <laughs> okay. I'm saying I, I, I always find it interesting when people remember the name of the bad one. Oh, and really? And not the good, not That's the ones really they enjoy. They remember the one they didn't like. Actually, all publicity is bad. Good publicity, isn't it? Well, not bad. That's think, why you remember the name. I names. think Gary Glitter would argue that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite vehemently. <laughs> you could be right, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's exciting. So, are you writing that? 
Or are you just helping no, no, to Dylan, develop it? No, no, Dylan Costello's written it. And, okay. And he's written um, now the the, um, the first episode of the series, so we want to, to do that, do a pilot. Okay. Brilliant, okay. And um, and it just, it, I know that people watch it and they go, oh, I've got to see it next week. I've got to find out what's yeah, happening. Yeah. And it was a, it was a more of a whodunit. Is it her? Is, am I Marilyn or am I not? And it was for people to judge. And people, when they saw the play, you know, it's like a whodunit. Okay. They changed their minds about ten times. They went, no, no, it's not. And then we do something. So else the like idea it. is that Marilyn Monroe maybe didn't die. Yes, that's a brilliant. She's idea. She's faked to death. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, and uh, and then she goes to, and then she decides to reveal that she's still alive, and that she's um, uh, and it's, that it's her. And you've got CIA. You've got it was off the wall. Yeah, that's a great idea. It was a really good idea. Yeah. Oh well, good luck with that. Thank that you. sounds brilliant. And, also, and obviously, of course, well, I expect it, you to come and see it. Yeah, um, I, do you know what? I, and I, you, what I will say oh, to yeah, you, and to. can we just get this very clear when I say this? Yes. I would love to come and see it. I can't promise I will, but I will try to come and see it because yeah. it was Harriet Thorpe, yeah, who misheard me as saying I will definitely come to your show, and, you and, did. and then stalked me for a year. No, well, I mean, we saying, had, we you had, said you would come. You said you would definitely come. We had her on the show every week. Just I to really remind don't you. mind if you don't. Well, <laughs> no, 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 all, all it is is that's it. Do you know what? That is the normal. Come, don't come. Hu- don't exactly. Right. That, that is level-headed human reaction. <laughs> sure, yeah. Not go berserk and phone yeah, my radio show every week, shouting at me. I hope you don't run into Harriet. At, uh, the I know Harriet. Yeah, she's great, right? Yeah, yeah, she's she's shout at me down she the phone. Did used to shout, yeah. We, I, so we went to see, I went to see Lavoir. Have you had Lavoir on that she was Don't in? So. Uh, it was X Factor, no. The Voice or something. No. Yeah, female. Yeah. Okay. What was the show called she was doing? Ruthless. Ruthless. Apparently it's still on in the West End. It's very good, apparently. Yeah. Go and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it finished? Is it still <laughs> no, I think no, it's finished. No, it's I think finished. It's finished. It's finished. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's finished. Um, it's been honestly a pleasure speaking with you. It really, really has. And I'm <laughs> glad to see you in such good health and happy and all the rest of it. And you'll have a nice time at Cass. Cass was lovely. It's kind of bleak your Are you coming to see me? I would, I would come to cast. I would, yeah, I'd come to that. I like yeah. going to Panto's. If you don't, I'm going to stalk you and phone you every day. Well then, well, my, well then, my 13 year old sends herself right now. It's really happening. He's doing exactly what he was doing back then. Um, it's, uh, it's been a genuine pleasure. It's been lovely, lovely talking to you. Really interesting. Oh God, that's not what. That's not the review I want. Well, that's what it's. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> Sorry, we've been oh, so, something's going on that we're distracted by it. I'm gonna put another song on. Get another song on now. Watch put on. <laughs> Let's put on. No, I'm not putting that on. What? What? I just saw Freak Out by Bewitched. I'm not putting that on. Oh. Hang on. Disco tits. That'll do. I say hi, you say hi, we stay high. You look so pretty, yeah. No, I don't own a Don't like that. Don't like that one. Turn that off. Don't like that one at all. That was rubbish. Let's try this one. That ends as a surprise as well. Well, you don't like a fade. So I don't, nice. but I wasn't. I just happened to look up that. Oh, something going on here. What's, What's going on? That's weird, wasn't it? It is, yeah. Um, delete that off the system, please. No. I am. Um, more than on, enough stuff gone well. off that system. And you I'm just more tell stuff. me that loads of stuff has been deleted. I know, off the I know. System. I go on holiday, I come back off the system's wiped. <laughs>
trying to find anything. That's really funny. That is really well, you're funny. thinking you're laughing. There's no meatloaf on there anymore. But wasn't it someone working here who did it? Yeah. It's like, it's like a virus, but in human form. It's <laughs> <laughs> just coming and gone, right. I'm going to get rid of all this. All them shows, they're all deleted. They're gone forever. No, no shows, just music. What was the thinking behind deleting stuff? Was it for free up some space, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. You know, that makes sense. But how would you decide what to delete? How I don't would think you... that. I think you just went for a just go purge. Off, off purge it off. all. <laughs> purge it all. From A to W. Have you watched Rip the new it. Perf's... Perf? The Perf purge. series. I'm no, a big purge. fan of the Perf. Same. Um, have you watched the Purge series on Amazon? No. I've not, because I got rid of Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, Do you remember? I would have cancelled yeah, it, yeah. even though I got it for free. Um, <laughs> I don't fancy it. Oh, I would. Do you not like the Purge films? First one. Is all right, the third one's really good. Oh, uh, really? Is it Election Day, that one? Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's really good. Oh, okay. It's kind of pulpy, and it's a bit sort of like... It's it's an easy pulpy. film. Pulpy? like Pulp Fiction sort oh, of thing. It's quite, it's quite an oh, easy okay. thing. Oh, okay, right, right. Um, but it's really... Like, you get into the story. Yeah. It's really good. I, I proper liked it. Okay. Yeah, like, and I didn't expect it. I thought it was going to be awful. Because I remember being a bit disappointed by the second one. Mm. That wasn't that fussed about I it. I didn't like that one. And then the third one, I just watched it on Sky one night. I see okay. what else I watched on Sky as well. What? The other night. And I'm going to say it because it's... I, I, I think it must have just been an, an independent film. Pretty low budget. Sure. You know, they sometimes end up on Sky. I'm yeah. sure the Parapod movie one day will be there. Yeah, it will do. But... It's called Screamers. Oh, no, what's that? It was like a low-budget horror. And it was a really good premise. The premise of it was that it was a company that was like a rival to YouTube that they'd set up, uh, where they, obviously, they wanted the best videos on that to get the most hits. That was the idea behind it. And it was a documentary about the company as a, as a startup company and that, what they were doing and that they were dynamic and they were getting lots of press about their ideas that they had and all that. And somebody sends them a, a video which is a jumpy horror video, which they put on their front page and it gets millions and millions of hits. Mm. And then they send them another one, same thing again. Yes. And they, tr- they try and contact the people that have sent them the video to get an exclusivity deal. So, so they basically get in touch with them and say, look, we want to just, we're, we're the only platform you put your videos on, we'll pay for it. Yeah. That's the premise of the story. Okay, that sounds interesting. That's on and, Sky. And it's the, yeah, well, I saw it on Sky. And, oh, well. and that it's, um, they're trying to, that they're not as they seem. Ooh. The horror video isn't as it seems okay. necessarily, but I the horror video claims it's a snuff film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, there's no such thing as a snuff film, right? There isn't, aren't any that are that, real. I think that that is as urban legend a statement as the idea of snuff films themselves. Because I think they must there, exist. There must they must be. exist, right? Even if they've not been released, then someone's recorded them and they're yeah, in their house. There must. Yeah, be. I think so too. I thought that when I because I was surprised when I looked up something related to it and then uh, why were you looking up snuff I don't films? know I'm trying to work out why I was looking up snuff films just to explain what, if you don't know what snuff film is it's a film where the death on screen is a real death yeah I think I tell you what I watched a film but it's not like an ISIS video or something that's not a snuff film it, it's got no. to be something that's presented as a um, it's how I understand it could you, could you do that sorry. Any, any louder sorry sorry um, something that's presented as a fiction but it's actually fact yeah I know why so I watched a, a film with Nicolas Cage called 8mm which okay. is about snuff films yeah I remember that film and then I read a review where they said there's no, there isn't any any real snuff films and I how thought, can anybody definitively right. say that yeah exactly it doesn't seem right to me I'm Tales of the Unexpected I remember I watched an episode that was sort of snuffy <laughs> Snuffy is the nickname of Snuffleupagus on oh, Sesame Street. Don't is say it? Snuffy. It's Snuffy. What? It was the Trump. Do you ever watch the Trump episode? I can't remember. Tell me about where it. he had a. I've seen them all. Like a so tattoo. Then they cut. Then they, when they 
didn't they? I can't even remember it now. I do. But then something about a tramp with a tattoo and they ripped the tattoo off his back and then sold it as a piece of art. Yes, I do remember that. That was creepy. Well, that's yeah, not it was set, like in life, France or something, or yeah, Italy or something. Something yeah. like that. that was yeah, quite I remember that. Snuffy, I think. It was a bit snuffy, that one. What else is a bit snuffy? Blair uh, Witch was a bit snuffy. Blair Witch is... Well, no, it's not snuffy because it's well, not real, is it? It's but it was witch. presented as though it was. Fight, Blair, the found footage. Mean, it's a witch. Well, you know, it's the thing in the... the I, don't the, I don't think the method of murder is actually the issue here. Well, it's the whole premise of it. Well, the Bl- Blair Witch presented itself back in the day when it was originally out as a genuine found footage. Yeah, yeah. That it was real found footage. Yeah. In which the three leads in it, spoiler alert, died. They did. Or appeared to die anyway, certainly. Sure. But in fact, only two of them appeared to die. Oops. One of them was living in the last shot of the film. He was stood uh, in the corner, wasn't he? That Spoiler was, alert. That's actually really creepy, isn't it? I know, right? Oh, God. Okay, but then there's tons of That's how I feel. Ones. How that bloke is at the end of Blair Witch is how I feel when Toby <laughs> brings a guest in <laughs> with five minutes to go before we're on air and I have to go over to this corner and just, <laughs> just pretend I'm just looking out the window. I feel like the bloke at the end of Blair Witch. <laughs> It is an unusual. I mean, I think, way of doing your job. Well, it is no, Toby. No, no, you're no. right. To be is. fair to him, I think on that particular song was quite long. If like two minutes is okay, but I just think. come and ask. But he does that. He comes in and asks us how long's left on it. And you go five minutes, and he brings someone in. <laughs> he he, he even he comes and checks. He does do that. If, yeah. Okay, so it's like he's going. Oh, five he minutes. Five minutes. I'll fucking show you lot. Yeah. And I'll bring Vicky Michelle in here. I'm straight away. I'll fucking show you. Well, what's always nice is you barely say a word, so I've got to make small talk with everybody, which is fine. And then you tell me off for talking to them, and you said, well, I've done the interview no, now. No, I said, leave it point? for her. No, that, but no, that's... we can't sit here in silence. It's really awkward. Exactly, we can't sit here in silence. It's okay. not me you should be shouting at, and I'm not shouting at you. Actually, we you know who we off. should be shouting at at the so moment. He's, he's run off in tears. It's so. his fault. Well... You don't even like me talking. You say, shut up, save it yeah, for Yeah, because air. we shouldn't be talking to them at all, because we're about to do an interview with them. And you always, when they sit, sit down, you go, what are you up to? How are you been getting on? Are you all right? So make a conversation. And no, you're being put, you're being compromised. Yeah. That's what's happening. So from so now awkward. onwards, I just want guests just bringing in when we're talking. All right, well, fine. No pre-chat with Douglas Booth straight into the studio. Yeah, as, soon as, as soon as Douglas Booth walks through the door next door, I want him on, on the air straight away. All right, away. fine, okay. I'll get the, straight I'll get the seat ready. The hair on it. I'm just removing the hairs from the. Is it seat. one of Vicky Michelle's hairs? Might have been a Vicky Michelle hair. Oh, imagine that. Imagine having one of Vicky Michelle's hairs in your house. Can I keep one? Oh, I feel. Is that squirrel. creepy? A little bit. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to do anything with it. Well, 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 do? well it'd be it better to do it. something, wouldn't it? I've just got. Have I got a Vicky Michelle hair on the wall? What are you going to do with it? Put a Vicky Michelle hair on the wall. <laughs> 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 Next to a cast photo of a low, a low. They sell strands of Chewbacca's hair on eBay. Yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know, do they? They do, yeah, they're big money, though, and all. When you say it wouldn't be made now, hello, hello, mm. there was also the plotline where Rene was quite unfaithful to his wife, wasn't he? Yeah. Was always having it off with her. Yeah. That wouldn't be made now on a primetime show, would it? Hi! Hello. Know, there was that. Douglas Booth has arrived in the... Hello, Stri- hello. Strictly come down saying there's oh, that yeah. one. Oh, <laughs> all right, okay. We won't talk about that. Hey, Douglas, how you doing, man? I'm good. Something good. Late. No, no, you're absolutely fine, don't worry. It's, um, we've had a... That's my fault. I didn't even put your mic up, I I'm did. sorry. Um, Douglas said he's sorry he's late. Um, it's absolutely fine, mate. Um, how are you? Yeah, good. Apart well, from being late, I hate being late. But do you know what? Same. I have that issue as well when I'm late, and I'm, I'm re- I rarely am. But when I, I feel yeah, I get it. Panicked. It's horrible, oh, yeah. isn't it? Especially for a live, yeah. live radio. Let's issue. tell him off. Okay. Yeah, tell oh, him let's off. tell him off for being late. Yeah. So what? Um, do you think this is professional? Turning up this late? <laughs> no, mate. I fucked up. Why are you late? What's the excuse? Well, yeah. What's the what what? 
possible I reason mean, I would, could there I be? I can tell you, but it's the most boring story ever. I just, mm. I just tried to amend a car, a car pickup, and they got it wrong, and the kit sent the car to the wrong place. Just I've leave been, earlier. Just leave earlier in the first place. Now allow for that in your day, in your I planning. Know. That's what you should do. I, I mean, as it turns out, lucky for you, we were running late anyway. So yeah, we were. Actually. It's not actually an issue, but I'm going to pretend it was. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. And who was the, who was the car company you were using? <laughs> Parker Cars. Parker Cars again. Oh, I've never heard of them, actually. Should have got an Uber. Fucking use. I did. That's how I got here. Did you? Did oh, you wow. use? Oh, okay. Did you use Nat's account? Christopher Biggins. You know who he is? I do know who Christopher you, you is. Used my Uber twice. My points have gone down. Can't get it back up. Uh, I think when you said earlier, I think about Biggins. I think about him every time I get an Biggins Uber. Biggins is decimated. What, what, what is your Uber rating? It's gone down to four point five eight. I'm livid. That's terribly low, isn't it? Yeah, that's no wonder no one picks me up anymore. Because <laughs> of Biggins. Yeah, because of Christopher Biggins. I'm desperate to know what he did. Well, I'm desperate to know. I, I'm too. desperate to know why he was in your Uber. Oh. He, do you think he could work out how to get an Uber? Oh. <laughs> Biggins. I have to pop him. Uh, in he one. was on the show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We and it was just a last minute out. thing, and Nat sorted an Uber out for him because he was coming yeah, from his even... dentist in Camden, so it was around the corner. Yeah, maybe that's it. It was off his face on Novocaine or something. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> like, <laughs> this is dentist. He's got a dentist in <laughs> yeah. there. Um, so, oh, we're talking about a guide for the homesick. Yes, is this correct? Now, I should tell you now, I've not read this press release. Well, I can tell you, you're in it with lovely Clifford Samuel, who we know really well here. Oh, he's so, yeah, he's so adorable. He's been in before loads of times as a guest. Not on this show, actually, on other shows. But yes, Clifford, when she says we, I don't Clifford you is have, amazing. We love him. He's a really, really lovely guy. Yeah. Who's he did say, say hello, actually. I'll tell him I said hello. So he actually says hello. That was very professional, because I don't think Clifford did say anything. No, thing. you actually, he did, because he did. He said, we were going through the, the different press that we're doing, and he said, you guys, and he said, you can go on that radio station and swear as much as you want. I was like, sounds right. great. Yeah. And he says, and they're really lovely guys. Oh, so that's actually that's a true, a true Clifford, thing. Clifford said you, were a, right. said you were a bloke. He's no. got the lovely guy. <laughs> yeah, I've got a slight issue with Clifford. Not so lovely Clifford. The lovely guys. There's a little hairy one. There's like a big, tall, hulking guy as well in the corner. <laughs> That's yeah. you, Natalie. Five foot eleven. Right? How tall are you, Douglas? Six one. Perfect. Excellent height. Excellent height. Yeah, no, that's right. He's a man. Yeah, yeah. Five I'm just ele- saying. I'm saying you're really tall for a lady. I'm five eleven. It's not that tall. That's perfect height. Perfect height. Thank there you. Yeah. That's from Douglas. Be perfect height. Thank it, you. Eleven Ian. stories high. <laughs> is what you are. Um, sure. So what is this? Is it a play? So a guide for the homesick is a play. Okay. Uh, at the Trowel Studios, it's a new play by Ken Urban. Okay. Um, and it's about two guys, two strangers who meet in a hotel. Bar, well, in a hotel bar in Amsterdam, and they are both carrying deep, dark secrets from their past. And throughout the 80 minute play, they begin to reveal things about themselves and where they've been and what they've been up to. And they ultimately try and walk a hard road to redemption. Is it all one set as well? Yeah, it all, well, it's, all it's, set set in, it's set in the hotel room, but it does jump. It's 80, 80 minutes straight through. We don't leave the stage and we jump. You, we actually do play more than one part, okay. and, you, and it, you begin to jump around in time and space. So it get it's quite a brain gym for an actor because one one minute you're here, and the next minute you're somewhere else as someone else. So it's a it is a bit of a brain gym, but it's it's thrilling when once you're in it and once it's in your body, which it now is. I love yeah. plays like that. I love plays where performers don't leave the stage from mm. beginning to end. Like, yeah. I, I really do find that exciting. Um, no, I mean again not so much if they're playing different parts and the rest of it but, but I like the idea like Wait for God is my favourite play yeah because I like the, t- the two constants in that show I mean yeah. they go into the wings sometimes for a minute and then for a few seconds sure. and come back as if they just walked over there but they're, they're still engaged in the you know they're shouting back um, I like things like that but is that knackering as a performer I, I completely you get to the end of the how old are you by the way 26 <sighs> not knackered by anything at 26 <laughs> are you not? Oh, this yeah. I, I'm pretty knackered. I you, and by the end of this, 
by the end of this play, I'm completely drenched. I'm completely, um, and I'm just sort of on my hands and knees, like, like uh, absolutely feeling exhausted. And that'll be like this at the end of this interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's generally can, how I, I end the show. I can see how she's Douglas. looking at you. <laughs> how I end the show? Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, okay. So and who's so it's you and Clifford, directed by Jonathan O'Boyle, mm-hmm. who is a really talented young director whose star is very firmly on the rise. Um, and yeah, it's an absolute blast. It, it, as you said, Clifford's an amazing, an amazing guy, extremely talented, and it's just extremely. Um, it is thrilling once once you start, and it it, it it feels like the play in our heads ten minutes long. Okay, even though it is exhausting because you just, you know, I find sometimes I find it painful when you go to the theatre and it's three three hours with yeah. two intervals. Mm, yeah. Um, but also this, it, it's eighty minutes, one hundred twenty minutes, quite short, but. Oh, 120 minutes. I just no. It's 80 minutes. Hour, hour and 20. Hour and 20 minutes. I got what you were doing there. Yeah, you're right. You, yeah, yeah. And um, you come, but you come away feeling like um, completely different from the way you feel when you walk in. Okay, is, that's is, a good which, thing. Which I think, yeah, you, you, something will have changed. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't you play Boy George? I did play Boy George. Did yeah. you talk to Boy George when you were playing him? I, he. Um, he, I did. Is I he did. a ballad or not? No, he's lovely. What is was he that really? in, we should say? What was, what was the boy George? I can't what was that called? Is it like something about the boy or something was it called? What was it called, that show? The worried, about, worried about the boy. Okay, that's yeah. It, that's yeah. It, and yeah. he, um, but I, I got, I was 17 years old. I, um, and about 10 minutes after I got a call from my agency and got the job, he found me on my, on my personal Facebook page. He'd that's like, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd found me on my personal, my personal Facebook page. He said, I hear you're going to be playing me. I can't say that I'm complaining, but don't be camp. I'm not camp. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is. Um, I've, do you know what? I've ranted about Boy George from time to time. Why? I? I like him. Like, I always think he's a bit of a dick. But, Why? But I, but I suspect, no, I suspect I'm wrong. Yeah, no. But my natural inclination is to think that he's a bit of a knob. I think he probably had periods that he would probably even admit to I himself. Don't, he doesn't that he's not, not, really, it's oh, not a lady, no. Not had periods of his life where perhaps, you know, that he was slightly more difficult to work with, as have lots of people from the kind of 1980s new romantic... Oh, no, I don't like... I, I just don't like that thing where... I have it with Elton John as well, where they're mm-hmm. catty and as if they're being really witty, and it's actually what they're saying isn't much more than takes one to know one, something okay. like that. And I've always sort of took against that. But I, but I, I think about Boy George quite a lot. Mm. I honestly do, and I, I I suspect in real life I would like him. Mm, I read his book; he was very funny. His book, okay. yeah. his book's brilliant. Yeah, he, he's he's great. I have nothing but love for him. Um, and he was actually always extremely generous, mm. generous yeah. to me in that whole process. So only have good things to say. Can you make some up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we say, if we, if we acknowledge that we're making something up about Boy George, what would you say about him if he said a nasty thing about him? Like I'm not, not going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Be taken Nat, out what, of context. Would you, what would you say? Fictitious Boy George. Yeah, Ficti- go on. What would you say about oh, fictitious I'm really Boy George? He- it's so annoying how he just doesn't make any music anymore. That's it. I don't I've, like, gone. I've gone nice. I don't uh, like that he kills cats he kill under, <laughs> under cover of darkness <laughs> around London town. I don't think he kills cats. He's the famous um, cat killer. Clapham cat killer. The Clapham cat killer. <laughs> I've not heard of this. It's not that famous. Have you heard of this cat killer? I ha- That's what I think actually it is. There is a, isn't it? It's a real thing. Is there? Is oh, it? Is there? Whoa. Okay. Well, there, wasn't there that real thing where someone was going around and killing cats and they thought it... Somewhere in this country, some oh. cats were being mutilated, and then they realised it was actually just one rogue fox. And it was, so it was, but it was Boy George. Yeah, and they realised it was Boy George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
boy George. George. Was, so boy George told you that he was travelling around the country <laughs> killing, killing cats, cats later. Yeah. yeah, he did. That's wow. awful. That is you awful. You heard it here first. Yeah. Why have they just typed in Croydon? Oh, is that where it was? The, the Croydon, Croydon, Croydon cat, cat killer. killer. Isn't that weird that I made something up then and then yeah, it just turned out like the Vicky Michelle story, that, isn't it? Yeah. So is theatre your first love? Would you say? Do you? I know. I wouldn't. Do you have a preference? I wouldn't say that. I mean, I started working when I was sixteen, basically. When I Boy George was that Boy George role was my first sort of big, big break, as it were. Um, And I love, I love making films and TV, and you get to travel and do amazing things. But there is something about the immediacy of theatre that is. It's just so thrilling to actually be able to take an audience on that journey. You make a film and it comes out a year later, and you never really meet any of the people that watch it. Mm. So to be in the in the same room as someone that's that's going on that journey as you tell it chronologically, which is also another great thing about theatre. You can actually, you know, in film, everything's chopped into pieces yeah. and you do it, everything's out of order. Um, so it, it, it's extremely thrilling um, and I really enjoy it. Okay. But I, I couldn't say that I love it more. There's, there's, there's advantages to both things. You get paid fuckloads more money. When you do a yeah. film. You do well, a film. you've done yeah. some pretty big films. Like when you, uh, Noah, Russell Crowe, obviously. Yeah. Big, big, huge budget film that, right? Yeah, I've, I've done, made some some big films made some small films and I just watched The Limehouse Golem which okay. I enjoyed very much oh, it's on Netflix now yeah. so yeah, so and the, yeah what was the one that wasn't about the Bullingdon Club the, uh, the Riot Club yeah I the mean Riot that Club. was really good but I said when I watched it I was really angry after I yeah. said yeah. I think that's the point right? I hate yeah. everyone in that film that, and you sorry that was, but that was the point it, yeah, was, it, was, right. it was really difficult I've not even seen it and I hated you in it because what she told me it made me so mad it does it makes you really angry I think it's quite clever because it lulls you maybe not you but it lulls I think it lulls quite a few people in full sense of security they're almost quite lovable and witty and weird at the beginning for the first like quarter of the movie all these boys and then you suddenly start it it, like halfway through the film, it just starts to turn, and you just see like the ugliness of their true. Who's the actor true, that plays? Is it Max? It's the Sam uh, Sam Claflin, the, Max right. Irons. He, who's the nice the nice one? Is it Max Irons? Max Irons. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for him and the film. I said just would have been full of people. I've oh, come in here. If you'd come just in here, Cameron, actually, Johnson, do you remember the week just, after I saw it? I was like, if you'd have walked in, then obviously I think I would have I would have been furious yeah. with you. What was the legality on that? Was because it wasn't. I mean, it was clearly thinly veiled in terms of what it was actually about, but sure. was there a, lega- a legality issue with well, that? They, it was based on a play called Posh, which was very successful okay. at the Royal Court yep. and then went to the West End. So all the legality, I guess, had been done before. Mm. So that, that but, also didn't use the Bullingdon and all that sort of thing? It, it, was, it was exactly the same. We, we just changed the, we changed the name because Posh... Well, I was quite sad about it, but Posh doesn't actually mean anything outside of England, really. Uh, port right. out, starboard home. Yeah, Port... Yeah, po- posh, posh means ports... Port, port out, starboard oh. home. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. That's right. where they put the the posh people on boats back I in the day because it was the yeah. le- least bumpy You're on the bit. port out, you're on starboard home. I see, yeah. I see. Okay. But no, but actually, weirdly, the producer was, um, he used to be roommates with David Cameron. I always found that a bit weird. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe he had a grudge to... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or, or maybe he just observed the behaviours and I'm sure they were, oh, well, obviously, they were greatly exaggerated within that film. But, yeah. But... Yeah, maybe I think things like that do stick with you, don't they? There if are if stories, you see though, and, and also I guess if you see things and go, Imagine how bad that could get. Yeah. If that you know, you know, when you see people behaving a certain way. I've got certainly friends who I look at and go, Imagine if you just lost your mind a little bit but carried on in the same sort of vein where you stopped being charming and cheeky and you actually turn into a cunt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I, I think that's the most dangerous people, the people that still rem- keep that charm. Yeah. And that's mm. what's actually scary about those group of people, the people that sort of rise to the top and and sort of run the country they they're all so charming but they can 
It's yeah. terrifying, isn't it? Yeah, that's Especially if you meet there. him in person as well. Oh, and you're I've like, met, oh, you're I've met David Cameron. He's the most charming, lovely person you could ever meet. I did a gig um, that David Cameron was at once and he walked out. Oh, really? Because yeah. of what you said? I think he walked out because... <coughs> excuse me. Because... Um, uh, not because of what I was saying, but because by being there, there was an inference and because I was being sweary and yeah. naughty and stuff. I think that he, he, he did it as a fail-safe. Right. Like, get out of this room just in case. And he yeah. was right to, because I would have done something. Something would have happened. Yeah, something would have happened. So he was right to. But I've had, yeah, I get that. I met, I tell you, I met once who was honestly possibly the most charming person I've ever met in person straight away was Max Clifford. What is that, the PR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was. Yeah. he's no he's, longer he's with dead us. Now. He's, oh, is he, is he no, he died, died in jail. He died in prison, didn't he? How, Part of the, how did he uh, die? Um, I, I don't know, he had a heart attack. I hope I he got bummed believe. to death. No, I, well, I mean, I don't know what defending him. He's quite seen to be not particularly nice. They won't be like, no, 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 no. Don't say that, because he obviously... He I hope that's how he died. I don't, I don't know if it was, but I hope that's how he died. Yeah. No, no, I, it, it, it was... I, it, I think it, it was some... There was some sexual allegation made against him that was then found out to be, that he was guilty of. I can't... Yeah. I can't I'm not being was, coy. I can't remember what it was. But... I met him prior to that when mm-hmm. he was still working in PR and he was known as a big PR guru yeah, yeah. and well, he was also known as a nasty piece of work in terms uh-huh. of I mean there was a Louis Theroux uh, Louis Theroux did a documentary with him, him when yeah when he was either when he was following people around and stuff and it was very interesting seeing kind of how he worked and Max Clifford sort of saying like you know don't let the truth get in the way of a good story kind of but thing. he also did, as I recall from that programme the Louis Theroux one yeah. he also was digging into Louis Theroux's life yeah at the time they were making the documentary in a ca- vaguely threatening manner, like yeah. sort of like that he knew stuff. He was like, "Well, I found out you were here this day, and you were here this day, and all that." So that was how he operated, from all accounts. Mm. Yeah. But in person, one on one, I was with Catherine Tate. Bizarrely, that's okay. I, I was with Catherine Tate, and he came over, chatting to Catherine Tate, trying to persuade Catherine to use him for her PR. That's what was that. That's what the conversation was. Mm. But he was very magnetic and very enigmatic and very yeah. like kind of not what I'd seen on TV as well. There was something very, very charming about him. Yeah, he Which, had to get to where he where he got to. He had to have something about him, whether it was pleasant or not. Yeah, but which which is also I'm not saying he was, but that's the, the psychopathic traits, aren't they? Those where the people are able to switch it on and off. Yeah. Therefore, know what they're doing is incorrect. But also, um, I know he, we're plugging a guy for the homesick. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, right, yeah. but I'm quite happy to decide who's a psychopath and who isn't. Well, <laughs> you can get people sometimes who will be super nice. You know, even sometimes when we have kind of guests or PRs come in here, really lovely when they come into the studio to you. But then they slag me off afterwards. Not necessarily that, but just not as friendly to people, and then they can switch it on as soon as they come into the studio. Were you horrible outside the studio, Douglas? Oh, was, what were you was like? All right, Douglas, nice. Was he, yeah, he was nice. nice. Yeah, you okay. were nice. Okay, okay. that's good. <laughs> Phew. If he's not nice going out, can we come back on air and say so we can <laughs> yeah. just say yeah, what happened? Interrupt whatever's on next. We'll interrupt it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I don't know really. Um, about what? <laughs> Life. Uh, about yeah. no. I was about to push ahead with something about psychopaths, and I don't know whether to say it or not. I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, it's been charming to meet you. You've been a very charming, man. <laughs> Thank you. Does that mean I'm a psychopath? Very suspicious. Almost too nice, Douglas. Too nice. Makes me very mm. suspicious. Have people come off this show? They have come off and slagged me off, haven't they? Not me. They haven't. It's not just about slagging you no, off. No, that has they happened. Haven't, they haven't slagged me Have you got anything really. bad to say about this interview? You can say it now. I'll give you a free, oh, free round. I wouldn't say so. The only bad thing was that I was late, which is my well, I'll tell you one bad thing. Is you're not talking into your mic. Oh, that's, that's not very professional. Yeah, uh, not that's great, not very Douglas. professional. Sorry. Um, that's better. No, that um, you're absolutely forgiven for being late because it, it actually wasn't an issue, as it no. turned out. Another week it could have been, but we were overrunning with Vicky Michelle, so it was yeah, fine. Yeah, Vicky Michelle was giving it plenty of chat, and then well, she, yeah. no, couldn't get her out. Oh, not was couldn't go, get out the door. 
Yeah. I, I actually couldn't. <laughs> I actually couldn't. I put on Boom Boom by Venga Boys for some reason. If anything, she gets and I stood out. over there in that corner chatting to her and she kept talking. I was like, I remember seeing this song's only two minutes long. And I was like, <laughs> just trying to get back over here so I'd get back to the system. And then she, and she kept talking as well. So I literally couldn't get rid of her. Well, let's but say she was lovely. She, she was lovely. lovely. Let's just say that the players on at Trafalgar Studios from, from now, 16th of October to 24th of November. And one thing I'd love to add is that we've just released. 15 tickets a day at £10 for under 25s because because oh. we just want to get okay. as many young people that wouldn't normally be able to come to the theatre or afford to come to see a play into um, into the theatre as possible. Our producer Eileen was very generous for doing that. And, That's great. Um, so if, yeah, anyone, that, anyone under 25 just come to the box office with ID and you can get £10 tickets which in the West End is pretty, yeah. pretty it's awesome. It's really good the, and, the, and there should probably be more of that to ensure the survival of theatre, I think you know that yeah. to, I mean, to it's capture such an generation. exclusive thing these days, and the prices are ri- like are, are ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a really f- fun, funny, thrilling eighty minutes of theatre. And if, if you haven't been to see a play before, it's probably quite a great place to start. It's a really mm. intimate space. To go that you could go and see a play. I will go. I actually will. I will come and see this. Play. <laughs> I have. Well, I went to the theatre with you, so that's incorrect, didn't that you? So that just lied yeah, there, haven't you? True. Yeah. I went to the park theatre with you, didn't we? That's true. We did. Yes, but I know I will come and see this. We didn't go see The Exorcist, though. You wanted to go see The Exorcist. No, I wanted to see Exorcist the musical, but you said it was... a musical? Oh, I thought it was. Sorry. No, it was never a musical. (laughs) (laughs) They've got Only Fools and Horses the musical now, haven't they? Yeah, but but it wasn't The Exorcist the musical. Oh, I just thought it was was just called The Exorcist. Oh, okay. Did you watch that, Douglas? Exorcist, not not the musical? It was dreadful. I'm not the, into these the musicals. The local one. No, it wasn't a musical! Apparently, I'm, my mistake. <laughs> my mistake. It wasn't a musical. Maybe it should have been. It'd still be open. It was a comedy. Ah. Oh. The night I saw it, it was a fucking comedy. <laughs> okay. It was well, hilarious. I wanted to see it. I've wasn't meant to be, but God, I laughed all the way through that. <laughs> um, well, it's been lovely chatting with you, man. It really, really thanks, has. Thanks Best of luck. It's called A Guy for the Homesick. Uh, it's on, as Nat said, at the Trafalgar Studios. It's on now to the 24th of November. Um, what's your plans after that? Straight after? Now? No, 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 I don't mean now. I I wasn't like, so, I mean, I've got to finish my show now, so what what do you want to do? Do you want to go down Sega World? Do you want to get a laser quest, Douglas? Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll do some paintball. Should we go down a laser quest for a bit? We've got to come back for six, but we'll be all right, right? So uh, afterwards, I'm going to start promoting my movie, The Dirt, which have you read the book, The Dirt, about the Motley Crew? No. Yeah, I have. I'm playing Nikki Six. I I look extremely different from this, a bit like a Boy George transformation, playing Nikki Six in the who else is in it? What, what sort of reply no, is I'm that? I'm wondering if like, you're in it. Who's Tommy? Well, I'm not watching Tommy? if you're in it, but no, who else, who else like is that. in it? I'm just interested because I have been reading I'll show, about when Tommy I get off Lee air, I'll show you Yeah, yeah, show me, cool. please, yeah. Why did you want to do it off air? Because well, it's not very interesting for people that are listening. I find it doesn't, but don't fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you showing us there? Oh, his name is Nicky Six. Nah, don't look over his shoulder when he's looking through his photos. Uh, that drives me I mad wasn't. when I do that. You'll see his penis. Yeah. What? Why? When, Why people, do you have when, it on your when own someone's phone? looking for a photo, Why and then do you have your gets penis over your on shoulder. your own phone? That's weird. Whoa, check that out. So this That's is, amazing. This is us in our most 80s, uh, 80s get up. There oh, we are. Wow. How exciting is That's that? Us on stage performing. Where was yeah. that? Um, Obviously not saying. We were filming in New Orleans. Uh, when's it out? Or is it, no, yeah, that's yeah, that's it. Wow, that's that's great. Yeah. When is it out? Um, it's a Netflix film, so I think we'll be taking it to a film festival early next year, okay. of which it'll be on the platform immediately afterwards, I believe. Oh, what's called the Dirt. The Dirt. I'd okay. Like to see that. Yeah. Well, what career you've got going on, eh? Yeah. It's going okay. Don't you hate it when they're humble? <laughs> <laughs> this is when I want someone to be a prick. I know. I'd, I would, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's really exciting. No, it's nice. Keep humble. No, no, yeah. It is going very well. 
and I'm very lucky. Have you got a, <laughs> have you got a girlfriend or boyfriend or anything like I that? I have a girlfriend, Belle. Is it like Belle. secure because now it's single? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up! What? And then I could get I money for matchmaking. I bloody words. Okay. <sighs> Fine, sorry, Nat. There's another one you booked for that, and then it's not like, <laughs> all going through. What? Um, genuinely, I uh, said an absolute chat, uh, pleasure chatting with you, man. Thanks. Thank you in. so much for um, having me. That's us. That's we're done, aren't we? Yeah. Until um, next week. What are you going to do now, Nat? I'm going to just go and check some emails. All right. Go bowling if you like. We can't. There's no bowling nearby. No, it's true. Oh, oh it's Finsbury Park. There is one, right? I believe so. Well, Caledonian Road. <laughs> Hot down Finsbury. I'm not going bowling. Oh. I'm indisposed. Okay. See you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.